This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. Once again, the number 800-259-9231. The point of the program, well, we allow you to bring up whatever it is you might want to discuss. Once again, the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. Mark and I just returning a couple days back from New York City. And we were there for the New Media Seminar, the Talkers Magazine New Media Seminar. And it was, again, another productive uh, weekend for Free Talk Live of schmoozing it up with the big wigs of uh, talk radio. Mark, you gave the opening speech, actually. I did good. give the opening speech. It was, uh, it, was, it was awesome to be able to get in front of all those folks who are in the industry. Talk about Free Talk Live. Talk about how we've hit 100 radio stations. Talk about some of the things that make us different from other radio programs, we got a lot of attention uh, comparatively to the from the other times from people who had stations who wanted to put us on. Usually, we chat with a couple of people that we go to see, but there are other people that just kind of approached us this time, and I, I, I don't recall that happening as many times, um, you know, at this event. Plus, uh, you know, there was I think an advertiser in the works, and it was a really good of a trip. Yeah, absolutely. And it's thanks to our listeners, uh, the Free Talk Live amplifiers, for sending us there with their $3 a month uh, subscriptions over at amp.freetalklive.com. And we got to see uh, Alex Jones, who's somebody yep. we've you know we've talked to briefly in the past. We've had him on the show. Obviously, a lot of uh, people that have called the show over the years have name-dropped him and are, are big fans of him. And, and regardless of what you think about his particular viewpoint, the guy is... You know, incredible, incredibly successful in the world of independent media. Sure is. If freetalklive.com were as popular as Alex Jones's website, uh, we would have a tremendous amount more listeners. Alex Jones, his site is is insanely popular. It, 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 and I got to hear some of the numbers. I didn't realize just how insanely popular it is. It's insanely popular. Well, yeah. I mean, if you go to Alexa and you look at Infowars, it's the it's the eighteen hundredth most uh, popular site in the world. The ranking of Alexa at 1,814. There's ours a lot is, of sites in the world, too. Yeah, ours is over 100,000. <laughs> ah, so, so freetalklive.com. It gives it uh, you know, a real comparison. And yeah. you know, he's talking about hits on YouTube and or views on YouTube and just the whole, all of his metrics. So, Tremendous. Uh, you know, I, I like what Alex Jones does as far as his police state coverage is concerned. I think he, there's, there's nobody else who does it quite like, uh, like he does. But obviously, I critique him for the you know, the conspiracy mongering and the the negativity that comes out of all that. And we've talked to him about it. You can get his you can get the interview of Alex Jones with us he, on freetalklive.com. I've heard recently a criticism I heard was a lot of problems, not not solutions, not much well, in terms of solutions. What I saw was a man who was passionate about what he believed in. No doubt, he um, got loud, and that's that. He was totally and, Alex Jones, man. He, he considers was, yeah. it a, to be a real important issue to be addressed today. I tend to doubt some of his conclusions. Uh, you know that there's like the world's going to be exterminated. Well, there's eight families the out there that the world's exterminated. That there's uh, I don't know I don't know even what his uh, all of his conclusions are. Um, you know I heard some stuff today. I've heard his show a couple of times, uh, but I've certainly heard listeners of his show call and talk about. You know, the giant wah-wah machine in uh, Alaska that controls the weather and, you know, just every essentially blaming every, every bad action that's ever occurred on uh, in the world on eight families that exist that go to this Bilderberger group or whatever. Now, I'm not saying he does that, but I, that's the impression that I've gotten throughout the years. Now, and, I've never heard the eight families thing. I've seen he his said videos. It, but he said it this 
this particular. Oh, he did. He said it. Yeah, okay. he said there are. Eight Ian must families. have taken a bathroom break around that point. Maybe. Well, you know, he can't uh, stay. No, he didn't. Um, Ian was sitting in that seat right the whole there. time. Um, <laughs> so you know, you miss you miss what you miss when you uh, see these things. But you know, I, all in all, I feel that ninety percent of the things he says. I mean, he 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 backs his stuff with, up with citations. He knows that he makes fantastic claims, and he backs what he can back up with citation and research. And it's amazing what he does, you know, does do uh, as far as these things go. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, I, might have, I would have liked to have maybe uh, made a little more time, been able to talk to him a little bit more. But he seemed to kind of jet out from the the luncheon, and I think he went out and did did his own thing in New York City. So I'm not. Sure. He didn't really seem to be around too much uh, after after his speech. Did you notice that, Mark? Um, he hung out for a while. He was there for a few hours. Were, yeah, yeah, for, for a couple few hours. Right. So but there's there's always so many people to talk to at these things. I mean, there was over 550 uh, industry professionals there. And again, thanks to all of our Free Talk Live amplifiers for sending us out there, going to these industry conventions. And we've got another one coming up in October in Dallas. Uh, going to these industry conventions is a is a huge point, uh, important point in time for Free Talk Live every single year. So thanks again. So 800-259-9231, that's the number. By the way, quick update on some major civil disobedience that is going on down in Orlando. I don't know if y'all have been paying attention, but apparently 15 people have been kidnapped by the pol- people calling themselves the police. The reason for this is because they're feeding folks. People are hungry. Maybe they're homeless or just down on their luck. Whatever the reason is, they're... Food Not Bombs is going into a park in Orlando, attempting to feed the homeless. They've been doing this for five or six years. And it was, I guess, last year that the city council passed some sort of ordinance preventing the feeding of homeless within any park, uh, I guess, within a two-mile radius, as I understand it, of City Hall. And there's some extra provision where if you're feeding over 25 people, that triggers it or something like that. So there's a certain yeah, there's they a number. They don't in say there. homeless people. They don't say right. bums because I don't think they could do such right. a thing. I cannot. It's implied. Buy. It's implied. <laughs> sure. Though. Yeah. I cannot buy a, a, a foot, huge Subway sandwich and bring that out, chop it into uh, 26 pieces and feed people with that. I, I can't right. do you that. Can't, you can't bring a large birthday party, ch- child's birthday party to the park. Right. Because this is the kind of this happens all the time. But you probably could. You certainly could do this. If they see a bunch of kids, seven year olds running around with little pointy, colorful hats on, they're not going to hassle them. What they're concerned with is homeless people. But they have discretion. They can choose to harass the people that they want to harass well, for right. whatever arbitrary reason. I'm sorry. You, you mispronounced it. They don't oh, even sorry. know. If, <laughs> but wait a minute. They don't even know if these folks are homeless. That they have no idea. They just look homeless. I don't know, Mark. I mean, I was looking at this uh, video footage, and I didn't. Uh, obviously, they're focusing more on the police than they are everybody else. Well, they're showing up for free food, so they must be homeless. It's just people in a park. That's all. It's just people in a park. They would have had. They could. You could have fifty people in a park, but you can't have fifty people being fed in a park. It's just so crazy. And anyway, I posted uh, John Kurtz from OrlandoCopWatch.com. He posted one of the videos to his uh, Facebook today, and I went ahead and reposted that, as well as every other video I could find of this. Because what we're talking about here is not 15 people on one day, but three people here, four people there, three people here. Just picking them up and making them disappear, disappearing them. Over a period of two weeks, 
the food not do bombs. Do they not folks, get everybody who's doing the feeding? Or they they're just getting gonna... everybody. There's okay. uh, there about three people behind the table each time that the feeding goes on, handling uh, handling the food. And this is a group called Food Not Bombs. Correct. It's a, a national organization with, I guess, local chapters. If I'm not mistaken, please correct me if I am. Uh, at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I mean, it's not a liberty-oriented group or anything like that. It's just a group that is concerned with people not being hungry, and they want to go out and they want to help people have a full belly. And these cops come in on their bicycles, like a bike gang, uh, coming in, and they just take people away. They've got a van. They load them up in the van. And then, you know, two days later, Food Not Bombs is going back out. Or three days later, they're back out. They're doing it multiple, you know, at least twice a week, it seems. And they're back out with a different set of volunteers. I don't know if the same person has been arrested twice. So they're back out there with different folks that are also, you know, all right, well, they're stepping up. They know they're going to get arrested. And sure enough, the cops come up on their bicycles and they arrest people. People are all around. They're shouting at the cops to, to leave, leave them alone. They are chanting something. Now, the, the chant is kind of a little silly. Uh, I, I believe the chant is something like, uh, food is a right, not a privilege. Well. Oh. Well, I don't agree that food is either of those things. I think food. How is about a- this? The option to feed people is a right. There not you go. A fee- not a privilege, especially on property that you're forced to pay for. Yeah. Char- uh, how about charity is a right uh, to engage in the right to engage should- in charity? Sure. Exactly. And and the right to distribute products in a, in a way that you want, as long as it's not fraudulent. Right. But, uh, you know, and this and not hurting anyone. Yeah. But, you know, my, my my critique on this would be, uh, you know, how many people are saying that uh, ah these these activists they go out to get arrested. I mean, these people have been doing this for years. What's the what's going to be the critique on on them? What what are they going to say about these people that just want to feed homeless people? More they're going to say here. whatever they want. It never does, matches reality anyway. Right. And they're never going to go out and feed anybody. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. A little more about the homeless coming up here. The feeding. It's free talk live. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We bring in the features on the site for free, so you can enjoy those on us, including our webcam. Go ahead and watch, listen, and interact. The chat room is built into the same page. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com to do all that for free. That's cam.freetalklive.com. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluating. You can see it happen every day. You know a new currency will, at some point, take over. Wouldn't you like to be on the ground floor of that currency? Bitcoins. They're decentralized, anonymous, and they're an internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value seems to only be increasing with time. Find out more at WeUseCoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month like, well, I am because I had the opportunity to buy Bitcoins at, what, 20 cents a piece, Ian? What, did they, what were they when we started f- finding out about them? Well under a dollar. 
Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. What are they? And and what are they now? They're they like, were at twenty bucks last time I looked. So they've dropped. They oh, were more twenty nine at one point. Uh, they were up in the thirties for a, a period of time. Yeah, a few so days ago, down again. They went yeah, back. They're down more than a hundred times uh, as worth a hundred times what we found. We started at. This is true. Yeah, there's a pants yeah. kicking opportunity there, and who knows whether they're going to go up a hundred times more? I don't know. Yeah, you never we know. We use coins.org. It certainly is uh, something that I I have distributed uh, some funds into. I mean, I I, I like the Bitcoin. I mean, I, I wish I could justify doing more, but at 20 bucks a pop, I can't really do too much. That, that of course, way. their real value is in their utility as a yeah. trading device. You yeah, know? exactly. So, hey, uh, we're going to come back here. Actually, somebody wants to talk about the Bitcoin in just a moment. But I want to make sure you have the latest information about what's happening in Orlando, where there's a ban on feeding people in groups of either, I think it's 25 or 35. I believe I've heard it's 25. Uh, but if you're feeding somebody, it doesn't matter if you're just giving the food away. If you're feeding somebody within a two-mile radius of City Hall, you can feed people outside of that two-mile radius. I think it's because the politicos in Orlando didn't want to—they didn't want to be seen anywhere near the, the ruffians, the ruffians round town. They shan't be allowed near our castle, the <laughs> chimney sweeps. Yeah, so they uh, have been arresting people over the past two weeks from Food Not Bombs and some other uh, folks. That have been supporting this idea that, hey, if people want to give away some food in a public park, then they should be damn well able to do that. And the police have just been rolling in on bicycles in mass. Just a large amount of uh, the police force coming in to arrest these people, take, bringing a van in, bringing a squad of cops on bikes. I mean, it's just crazy to watch this happening. One of the guys behind the video camera, you can see the video over at freekeen.com, but one of the guys behind the video camera at one point is asking the police, so is this it? Have you guys solved all the crimes in Orlando that you, you know, decided to dedicate your limited resources here to uh, these you know, vicious criminals? That's it, right? They I mean, ignored they the must question. Have, yeah, they must have gotten everybody. They, they completely ignored the, the question. It's amazing the ability to just tune out logic mm-hmm. and um, any sort of critical thinking about your actions and just, I'm following orders. That's it. I'm yeah. obeying. I'm enforcing the law. I am a law enforcement officer. It's just, you are breaking the law. It's so sad. I, I hope. I know that uh, John Kurtz is down there, and he is a, a, a liberty mindset, and he's one of the guys that's been behind the video cameras watching and keep an eye on this and posting it over on YouTube. And, and I hope that these guys aren't going to pay the fine. That's, that's really the most critical aspect of this because they're, they're all going along with the arrest. You know, they're putting their hands behind their backs for the cops, which is fine. You, know, you don't want these cops to hurt you. There's certainly good reason they'll to They'll hurt along. you, and they'll charge you with extra charges because right. they'll call that resisting arrest right. and so on. So I, don't, I, don't, I would never pick on anybody for you know not uh, resisting arrest or whatever I would never pick on anybody for going willingly that that makes sense in a lot of cases but what doesn't make sense is paying money and fines to these criminals and I really hope that if 15 people have been arrested I hope all 15 of them take that charge to trial I hope they get a jury trial if that's possible on this charge in in Florida I don't know if it is but if it is possible I hope they get in front of a damn jury and every fifth uh, every one of those 15 people they're probably gonna be more on Wednesday because they're going back out on Wednesday Day, and they're going to feed more people on Wednesday. I wonder, hey, I wonder if they could uh, request community service and as their community service feed the homeless. <laughs> I guess it, it depends on whether or not food on uh, food not bombs is a five hundred one c three. I see. That would be the uh, the issue. Usually, usually the, the government uh, courts require that the charity that you work for for community service be some sort of government sanctioned charity of some sort. Clearly. 
So, but that's a great idea, though. Yeah. That's a possibility. That'd be awesome. Well, I'm, I'm, this is my charitable work. You keep arresting me, and I'm trying to do my charitable well, the, work. The goal is to avoid paying the fines, and and I've avoided that in the past by yeah. requesting community service as an alternative to paying the fine, and I've uh, mostly been able to get that. So, yeah, I think that's an an excellent suggestion. So, it's my understanding that uh, there are more of these planned. They're going to keep doing them. Word is that the city council is apparently going to they're going to revisit their ordinance in the coming weeks. They're, they're in no re- rush. They're going to revisit the ordinance, but cops are going out there and arresting right. people. Right. So they think that the ordinance is bad enough that they're willing to revisit it. But the cops are going to go out and enforce it. Well, no, no, no. Wait a minute. You're jump. There's a there's one point at which you're jumping to a conclusion. The conclusion you've jumped to is that the city council thinks the ordinance is bad enough to revisit it. That may not be the case at all. If it works anything like it does here in Keene, anybody can go to the city council here with some sort of issue. So you could go in there and say, I think this is a bad ordinance, and I think you should look at this. And then the city council has to assign that to a committee here in Keene. There has to be a public meeting at that point. They have to hold a public hearing on that particular suggestion, that particular issue. And usually when they do the public hearings, they go through whatever the the motions are. They let people speak, and then they, you know, just... Throw yeah. it off the table. Blah, blah, blah. We've heard it all before. This is a good This is a good nor- ordinance. Get out of here and obey the law. They yep. let them get up on the hamster wheel for a That's little right. while. And to run, make you run, feel run. Like. Squeak, 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 squeak. Okay, they, got, they, got, they felt like they did something. <laughs> they felt like they were involved in their community, that they had a voice. That, yeah. you know, they certainly got to say something and got to watch it go in one ear and out the other ear of the city council. Yep. And, uh, and there you go. That There's the process pretend. for you. They can pretend like they're actually concerned. They can pretend like they Well, it's like a government care. by the people, Ian. <laughs> so you have to be allowed to get up on the hamster wheel for a little while. You get to, you know, make some squeaky noises and then if get back If it's a government down. by the people, then the people sh- can't duck the responsibility for what this government is doing. Like this is – it's a really – what we have here in this country is really unpleasant because either it's a government by the people – or it's a government that's you know ruling over you. You get to pick one or the other, but somebody will always trot out the other one if you claim uh, you know one. And the fact is that they're both sorta true. I mean, you get to assuming that the voting uh, actually gets counted properly. And I guess we all know that there are always problems with the voting, even if every vote is counted properly. There are video upon video upon video. Mm-hmm. There are probably hundreds of video uh, videos on the Internet, but certainly I've seen many videos on the Internet of the public officials not following their own laws regarding the uh, the handling of ballots. Therefore, the whole voting uh, thing is thrown into question simply because they're not following the law. Even if the votes are counted properly, they're breaking their own laws, and they don't do anything to themselves about it. But, uh, you know, w- if you assume that the votes are counted properly, then I guess we kind of have a government of the people but once they get in there they do whatever the hell they want anyway the toll-free number 800-259-9231 it's a a government by the by the bigger gangs against the little gang little gangs people i mean this is literally a it's a gang of people that is doing whatever it is they want to and they have this aura of legitimacy that they are so desperate to protect there's more coming up here we'll let you know more as we learn it about the situation with feeding folks in orlando your calls are next it's free talk live 
I've started playing a new online game. It's called Mine Things. It's a free online mining game created by a free stater. It's all in your browser. There's nothing weird to download. Your little mining robot guy can mine for you 24-7. You don't even need to be logged in. You compete with other players for resources and a capitalist economy. The virtually mined gold demonstrates the concept of sound money and is exchanged between players tax-free. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MineThings.com and start mining today. It's free. MineThings.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything. 800-259-9231. That's SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Head over to the mobile site for quick access to our live streams and our podcast, m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. That's m.freetalklive.com. Don't miss the SACL CAI fun compound this year. I won't. Yeah, the Porkfest 2011. <laughs> You can get your drink on and play some cornhole. It's a beanbag game, Dale. The fun <laughs> compound. He didn't even make a crack. You know what he was thinking. Anyway, I know what you were thinking because you have a dirty mind. The yeah, fun apparently. compound will be the home of uh, Fix Brewing this year. You can get your custom limited run pork fest commemorative beer mug and fill it with a tasty beverage. Try the sticky porcupine, the Molotov Hefe, the gluten-free. Also the Agoras Drinking Fountain. Wake yourself up with a spicy Bloody Mary, chill out with an ice-cold glass of Atlas Chugged or Liberty, and get your lady where she's trying to go every time with a tall El Osborne. Located directly across from the outdoor stage, the fun compound will be the place to party at Porkfest 2011. Sickle CAI fun compound. There's liquor in the front, cornhole in the rear. Porkfest is imminent. We'll tell you more about that here in a little bit. Uh, one week from today, we'll be broadcasting live at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Uh, our number here tonight, 800-259-9231. And let's go right into your phone calls and talk first to Jeremy listening in Australia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jeremy. Hello. I'm just curious, is Civil, Dis- uh, Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund um, doing anything with the Orlando Civil Disobedience? Um, I don't know. Uh, we did send Jason Talley from the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund down to D.C. for the uh, the D.C. dance party. I don't know if we've got the budget to send him down for uh, for what's going on in Orlando. I mean, there's coverage happening down there. Uh, John Kurtz is on the ball. He's got video footage of it. Um, it's not as big as as far as its popularity, as far as the people coming out to it. It's not as as, as large of a footprint as what happened in D.C. So I don't think that. I mean, as one of the board members, and Mark, you're one of the board members of the CD Evolution Fund. My first impression with that question is, it's not something we could justify the cost of. I, you know, doing. we can't we can't send somebody running off in real in real life to uh, every um, act of civil disobedience. I support them, and uh, we're going to talk about them and cover them yeah. at cdevolution.org. Uh, you know, but as for well, I hope. I mean, I would hope Tally would would do that. I'm sure. I guess I was under the impression that it was a locally focused. Uh, um, Mostly focused in New Hampshire, isn't it? Well, the, the the focus of the organization is to spend the money that is raised to help activists here in New Hampshire. That is correct. However, yeah. uh, the CD, CD Evolution does bring attention to organizations all over the world that are doing civil um, civil disobedience, but mostly the United States, I'd say. Fantastic. Well, I just um, wanted to make a quick announcement about spendbitcoins.com. Um, basically, I've been working on bringing Newegg on board uh, because I'm getting a lot of requests to be able to spend bitcoins with Newegg. Mm-hmm. And they're dragging their feet. It's been a couple of weeks. 
to get my affiliate um, account set up. So I've got I've gone ahead and put Newegg up anyway. Um, and currently, when people buy through Newegg on SpendBitcoins.com, it'll be benefiting the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. Oh, awesome, fantastic! Thank you for uh, for doing that. Is that going through the Free Talk Live Newegg uh, account? It is. Yes. Okay. So definitely going through there at the moment. Once I do get it set up, I will um, need it for my own income. But for the next for the next few days, at least, could even be weeks. Any purchases are going to. Um, to see the evolution fund, and also, yeah, anytime you're spending fiat currency at Newegg, please go to the free free talk live affiliate links. So it'll all go to civil disobedience. Right, and you can find that over at shop. Yep, you can find that at shop.freetalklive.com. You click into the Newegg link there. Uh, that'll take you into Newegg, and you can buy whatever computer parts and electronics you want. And I think it's like 1% to 2% maximum of the sale will be uh, shipped over to the CD Evolution Fund. But spendbitcoins.com allows one. Uh, FTL, what is it? FTL.spendbitcoins.com, is that right? Well, yeah, I mean, I've uh, set it up now so that if people go straight to spendbitcoins.com, they can just... Um, Use the drop-down menu to oh, not the drop-down menu, but where did you hear about us to mention Free Talk Live? So um, what they, they what they do is they allow uh, what that or, what that website allows you to do is if you have bitcoins which you can't normally spend at Amazon or Newegg, you can spend your bitcoins to buy a computer or to buy you know some uh, grocery products or kids products or music or whatever. You can go to either Newegg or Amazon and you can spend your bitcoins there uh, through. SpinBitcoins.com. Yeah, essentially, you're, it's acting as a middleman for people with their uh, their bitcoins, which is good, great because it makes it so bitcoins are even more uh, useful. Hey, Jeremy, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231 as we continue here with Dennis listening in California. Dennis, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. What's uh, on your mind, Dennis? Hey, I just heard you guys uh, got to talk to Alex and... Um, I've uh, kind of found hit you guys through him, you know, so... Uh, Great news. I wanted to give you a heads up there, and uh, I just kind of want to let you know, I think that Alex gets a lot of traction nowadays from the fact that mainstream news is just not even in touch anymore, you know, and uh, guys like you seem a lot more sane than... <laughs> The hey, uh, news, you do you know? feel so, like uh, it does feel like kind of a cultural phenomenon that seems to be happening is that people I think have been dissatisfied with the news for a while, but I think it's they, there is the sense now that people are more in touch because of the internet and seeing other things out there. They have access to other information, which has sort of undermined the monopoly of the mainstream news outlets, and, and it's really made them look asinine. Too. Yeah, and so now they have something to compare it to. They go like, "Oh, wait a minute! Here, I can see this news in these so many other ways." And I get, and they're getting. It's you know, it's almost like more of at least, at least of a free market on news because of what the internet opening so much up, and uh, and it feels like the the good stuff can actually get vetted and sort of float to the top uh, compared to historically, it hasn't really been an option. I mean, you 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 had to take it. You had to take whatever they told us. You know. Oh, I know. It was just like, uh, well, it's, you know, Alex preaches the brainwashing thing, and I the more I. Well, brainwashing—you uh, know—brainwashing's as simple as repeating the same thing over and over well, again. That's what they do, you know, right? And and I mean, <laughs> often you know, it's a—it's kind of a loaded term, right? You don't use brainwashing when you say you're talking—you're teaching your kid to spell, um, and and so. 
Plus, you know, it, right, brainwashing is also kind of it's, – it's sort of the implication, I think, with brainwashing is that it's intended. And I think that a lot of the people in the mainstream news are just – they're already brainwashed by the government education system. They've gone through journalism in college, which is, again, you know, this very kind of Keynesian – pro-government uh, place to be and then you take these little journalist drones out get them jobs in the mainstream media and they're just going to uh, echo what it is that they've learned it's not because they're all part of some sort of grand conspiracy uh you know consciously to control everybody it's just that unwittingly they're leaving out important information they're skewing favors in store in you know in favor of skew, skewing stories in favor of the state and doing other things because that's just how they were trained it's it's what they it's what they know yeah, they're they're in that left right paradigm themselves, and so that's what right. they that's what they repeat well, exactly. And then it breaks down to this is how we make our money too, you know. So <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, they, you're right. There are other they factors. They come out and say something that doesn't coincide with what their network wants them to say. They're out well, of jobs. I, I don't know that. I don't know. I think that Ian's got a point here on the pressure because uh, a, a pressure just exerted from society. You know, who Tom Hartman is. Um, he's. I don't. He's yeah, a, I kind of know, but a I don't. liberal talker. He's on. Uh, he has a, a show on from noon to three on on many radio stations, and he's also on RT, the Russian mm-hmm. today Russia Today uh, television right. network. He was on. Okay. He, he yeah. took an opportunity after Alex spoke to conflate Alex and David Ike and suggest that Alex believed that lizard people were living in uh, were taking over the world. Right? Have you heard oh, this before? God. No, no. <laughs> okay, so David Icke is a conspiracy theorist out there that believes that there's several uh, races of reptilians that are taking over the world or whatever. And um, thanks you know, for the call, blah, 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 blah. And what uh, what uh, Tom Hartman took the opportunity to do was really just take a really nasty jab at yeah, Alex Jones. Mean. And the fact is, Tom Hartman isn't getting any bit of any money from any big uh, conspiracy organization out there. He's got a frankly. Not a big time radio show, and he's if he's on Russia Today, he's not you know he's not part of any conspiracy. He's just yeah. on you know the the, the, the a, a tiny little television network that barely gets air uh, playtime. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Bring up what you want. Free talk live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. Talk live. Dial in toll free. Bring up anything you want at 1 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and we give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian and Dale and Mark. By the way, Dale joining us courtesy of his website, flamingfreedom.com. He's got his own radio program. It is called Prometheus Unchained and you can access it and download as many as you would like at flamingfreedom.com. It is an LGBT-oriented, liberty-focused talk show. We got pretty heated this last last one. We had a blast. Really? What was so, what was so heated? Well, we spent about an hour talking about some uh, certain things on the Free State Project website. 
and stuff like that. So there's been some some controversy. Yep, there's been some controversy. Some some bigots, I think, have have dropped in from what I understand. Yeah, it has a lot to do with how the face of the, the it's what the the face of the SP, FSP and how it's presented in terms of how do people react to people like that, you know, and especially the people, the people in charge. Who are the people in charge, exactly. Yeah, so go to uh, flamingfreedom.com to get more of that. I thought it, I heard some of it as I was kind of in and out of the studio that day, and I thought it was a very interesting uh, conversation. So, 800-259-9231. You know, we're talking about alternative media. Dennis called in from California. He was talking about the alternative media versus the mainstream media and some of the things about you know, the differences between the two. And I think there's a few more points that uh, deserve to be aired on this. And in fact, I was looking at it this, uh, looking at it online for information about the arrests that happened today in Orlando. It was this morning in Orlando that a group of activists, Food Not Bombs, and some other folks came out to the the park uh, in downtown Orlando, one of the parks, and began feeding folks in the park. And uh, as has happened over the past couple of weeks, the police uh, came out in force and they arrested three people today. As, I have to say, it's an ideal choice of civil disobedience, yeah, too. Yeah, it's mean, great. If you really, I mean, if you're going to do civil disobedience, the idea is to show some kind of absurdity uh, that the state is engaged in. And this is, this is perfect. I mean, you're trying to, they're suppressing charity. Uh, you know, the, the state loves to yep. be, supposedly be there to, to take care of homeless people and poor people. And, and for them to step in and, interf- and interfere when someone tries to do that and compete with that service, you know. And try to help people and possibly do it better than they do it and, and publicly and inspire other people. You know, this is this is excellent. It's a perfect choice. Yeah, it, it looks really bad for the state when they uh, the people calling themselves the state when they go and they do this stuff. And so the point I wanted to make that in regards to alternative media is when I went to Google and I searched for. Uh, I think I searched for, let's see, homeless arrest. Or, excuse me. I searched for Orlando arrested park just because I wanted to see who's. Reporting on this. Where can I get some information about this story? Uh, the Gainesville Sun and then a couple of blogs. So actually an out-of-area newspaper and a local blog uh, were the ones that uh, reported on this story earlier today. They essentially scooped the Orlando Sentinel who posted their story about this a mere 30 minutes ago. So the alternative media, in the case of All Voices, uh, went ahead and published the story before the mainstream media got a hold of it. They, they All Voices scooped uh, all of the other – allvoices.com uh, scooped all of the other uh, mainstream media on this. And so having the alternative media out there, to some extent, is going to force the mainstream media to step up its game. Whether or not they change their viewpoint on statism and the, you know, coercion is another question. I don't expect that to happen anytime soon. But, you know, we are seeing John Stossel, you know, getting his opportunity over at Fox and Andrew Napolitano. So maybe there's a, a slight shift in that direction. But in general, they're still the slow kind of old dinosaur media. But having some competition from the alternative media has got to be a good thing as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. The more competition, the better, no matter what. Right. And there was one other thing uh, that was important, and I think Dennis had touched on this, that these mainstream media people, they're so establishment uh, for various different reasons, like a television station or a radio station. They're, they're very establishment because they've got a license from the, the federal government. And who knows what kind of provisions are attached as far as what uh, they have to do or not, you know, what they can't do uh, to make sure they keep well, their license. Their establishment because they also want the status quo. The status quo is they're in business and you are not. 
um, they're in business providing the news to people, and you're not in business providing the news to people. They're the bigger organization. Mm-hmm. They've got the clout. They've got the. They're the ones that the politicians want to be interviewed in, and That's they're right. the ones that on, want to honor, interview the politicians. So if if you start a competing media organization, I don't care if it's a newspaper. I don't care if it's an online publication. I don't care what it is. They don't want you there, and they'll use any opportunity they can to undermine your ability to be there, whether that opportunity is through the government or without. You'll see major media organizations. As an example, you'll see some major media organizations claiming that WikiLeaks doesn't have the right to do what they do as far as leaking documents. But this is in fact what major media organizations have done for decades. Mm -hmm. When they get the opportunity to get uh, documents, they want to leak them. And they want their reporters to not be thrown in jail for it. And I'm for that. I absolutely support that. But they don't support WikiLeaks because WikiLeaks is a competing organization Organization that's getting a lot of press. You don't hear Der Spiegel getting the press over here that WikiLeaks mm-hmm. is, and Der Spiegel doesn't like that. So they they want the the new upstarts to that do business in a different manner to get thrown out, so that they can continue to do things the same old way, and the same old way stinks. Right. It's very pro-state. It's very pro-coercion. It's not left or right necessarily. The one could make the claim that there are certain news organizations that seem to have a slant one way or the other. But the way those all those organizations are slanted is in favor of the status quo. It's in favor of the state. It's in favor of the concept of statism and government. Mark touched on it, too. They're not going to they're not they don't really want to rock the boat too much. And for and, and for instance, when he said they want to interview politicians, they want to get you know, that's good news. Right. Yeah. And if the politician often the politician or or whatever come um, what will say they'll have terms you know don't ask me about this right. yeah, don't, you know don't Absolutely. bring so and so up and they will agree to things like that so they can keep them so they can get that good interview and which means they're selling out their credibility for the purpose of being able to continue interviewing people in power they are it's essentially boring because they're just going to say what you're what you the same po- political it's an infomercial it's once incre- yeah. once the terms are laid out once you've been given a term a period, any term, yeah. it essentially becomes an infomercial. Unless there's some something else, you know, like uh, Ian doesn't want to talk about the pictures of his uh, um, his wiener in his underpants. But I don't. I've got these pictures. What's that? <laughs> I said I don't wear underpants. Thanks for the, revealing that here on national radio. The um, <laughs> but somebody, you know, but I in fact want to ask him about uh, you know why he lied about having put it on his Twitter Twitter account or whatever. Yeah. You know, I, you know. Then, then there's an opportunity there. But otherwise, it's just an infomercial. Well, if, at the point with it, when you get the wiener thing, uh, that's that's when somebody has broken a story and it becomes acceptable for the the mainstream media to pile on. In that and case, that was by the way. Bloggers and the new media that, that broke that. that. Uh, this exactly. is just the internet media that bro- that broke that story, yeah. not the mainstream media. The right. mainstream media has been taking a beating over the last five years. A beating. In the case of the, the Wiener situation, you're right that it was the alternative media that broke it, but it could have happened in the mainstream if but the only reason for that it would be because it's a national level story. So I don't know where this Wiener guy's from. I don't pay that close attention to politics. But so like the, 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 the news media organizations in his area of New York would be not likely to break a story like that because they would want to continue to interview him in the future. 
it's certainly less likely. But another organization from outside the area doesn't have those same ties. So a mainstream organization could, in theory, have broken a story like that. Uh, but it's certainly more likely that alternative media would do that. They would have if they had the opportunity. But this is the other thing that they can't do very well is to react as quickly. Yeah. Uh, they, they have a tendency to pile on, but they don't. They they just can't, they're not breaking stories like they used to. I'm afraid. I mean, either that or there's more stories. And I, I I would say that it's true that there's more stories, but they're not breaking as many. So to the point of the idea that radio stations, television stations, they kowtow to the man. They uh, they bow down. They obey whatever the restrictions are. Things they can't talk about. They don't want to offend the mayor because you have them on on a weekly basis. It's the talk to the mayor hour on the morning show, and we don't want to upset the mayor, so we make make sure that we ask only I get softball coffee questions. with the mayor. I've got to see him next week. Yeah. Do I yeah. really want to, to to lay out how he's you know siphoning off some of the funds to give to his brother in a sweet contract? What, right. You know, do I really want to do that? They won't let us have our press. You know, they won't give us any press releases anymore we might actually have to do real investigative reporting we might have to actually interview people besides politicians we've talked to, to radio people that have had this very issue obviously i don't talk to a lot of newspaper guys i had it the other day mark i don't know if i talked about this on the air but uh the other day i was talking to a radio station in colorado an fm talk station about i've been talking for him for this guy for years about getting free talk live on the air and he was kind of getting to the point where it was under serious consideration he's losing a show and he was really looking at free talk live and he heard us talking about not taking the plea deal which is a you know, fairly frequent topic on, yeah. on free talk live and he said he felt like he just couldn't put that on because uh you know the police chief comes on his radio station why wouldn't you why, I, I don't understand why i mean wouldn't a police chief want guilty people to get uh found <laughs> guilty matter. and put into jail no the police chief wants to raise revenue well, one that he's a bad police chief. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So that stuff's all over the place. It's Free Talk Live. You can take control. Hour 2 next. So you've got bitcoins. We've been talking about them here on the show. Lots of people have been buying them recently. The popularity has been surging. But what can you do with them? Well, you can spend them. And you can spend them on all your everyday needs at ftl.spendbitcoins.com. Through ftl.spendbitcoins.com, you can purchase all the stuff you need with your bitcoins. Why have bitcoins if you can't spend them? So spend them if you've got them. That's FTL, as in freetalklive.spendbitcoins.com. ftl.spendbitcoins.com. Talk live. Dial in toll free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and we will give you the features there completely free. Main feature of the site actually allows you to control the content. What you see on the front page there was created by listeners like you. Maybe you find something online that you think is interesting. You want to share it with us and the other listeners of the program. You can just submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com. And when you do that, uh, it'll pop up on the site, and then other listeners can vote as to whether or not they like or dislike it. You get to vote on things as well. And the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the site. And it's all free over at freetalklive.com. Of course, we will take your calls about anything you want. 800-259-9231. Big news coming out of D.C. today. And coming up, there's uh, there's a lot to talk about, by the way, including a cra- just a 
incredibly hypocritical story out of uh, California. I think, Mark, you've got that one about the politicians and the guns out there. We'll share that with you. But first, uh, national level Washington. According to the New York Times, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, is giving significant new powers to its roughly 14,000 agents, allowing them more leeway to search databases, to go through household trash, or use surveillance teams to scrutinize the lives of people who have attracted their attention. The FBI soon plans How does the FBI give any power to its agents? They just write some stuff down. They I, write write words on paper. The magic scrolls. Yeah, I mean, like all laws. <laughs> magic scrolls. No. Well, cast fireballs and make people do what you say. Technically, it's not a law because, by the definition of the law, it would have had to have gone through some sort right. of. It didn't uh, even go through the representatives yeah. of of people. They just decided that they're yeah, we're going to write some more rules for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, the FBI soon plans to issue a new edition of its manual. They just write a new manual. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the Domestic Investigations and Operations Guide, according to an official who's worked on the draft document and several others who've been briefed on its contents, the new rules add to several measures taken over the past decade to give agents more latitude as they search for signs of criminal or terrorist activity. They recently briefed several privacy advocates. And criminal and terrorist activity is what they say it is. Yeah, like buying something with silver or gold. That could be considered... Uh, criminal act or terrorist act having a bumper sticker that says that you support the constitution or don't tread on me they have uh, pointed mm. at these things that makes you a suspect for sure. the fbi has infiltrated peace organizations like the, the quakers, quakers and greenpeace and things like this yeah. um, and you can say what you want about greenpeace but you can't say it about quakers quakers are not violent people this is terrorists are what the fbi says they are so they uh, apparently bothered to brief privacy advocates about the coming coming changes. Uh, among them, Michael Gurman is a former FBI agent who's now a lawyer for the American Civil Liberties Union. He argued that it was unwise to further ease restrictions on agents' power to use potentially intrusive techniques, especially if they lacked a firm reason to suspect someone of wrongdoing. German said that claiming additional authorities to investigate people only further raises the potential for abuse. I mean, he would know. He's been in the FBI. And he points to complaints about the Bureau's surveillance of domestic political advocacy groups, as well as mosques, and to an inspector general's findings in 2007 that the FBI had frequently misused the so-called national security letters, which allowed agents to obtain information like phone records without a court order. And it's been a while since we've talked about the national security letters, but that is an issue that we covered on Free Talk Live. And uh, it basically was the FBI sending intimidating uh, notices to people, essentially saying that, hey, Hey, look, you need to give up, like, let's say you ran a bookstore. Hey, you need to give us the information on who bought X book or who, what books so-and-so bought. And in, on top of that, not only do you have to give us this information, if but you, you can't talk about tell it, anybody. Right. If you talk about it, you're in big, big trouble. Yeah. So they were really scaring people with those things. So this is, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, and there's really not much difference between the uh, the, the national the, the national security letter is that what's called? Correct. The national security letter and the and the thug in the pinstripe soup coming coming into your shop and saying, "Hey, I gotta know who uh, who uh, purchased this book, these books. Uh, I got the what? How to break up the mafia? Who purchased this book? Mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. to know their name, their address. I want right. to know who they are and if but you Mark, so much as bleed, breathe a stinking word of this, I am going to come in here and I'm going to break your freaking knees. But Mark, the mafia is bad, and the government's trying to do the good, th- the right thing. Really? How? Why? 
They're trying to stop terrorism. Well, terrorism is, as I said, what they call it. And the mafia calls terrorism try to break up the mafia. But you don't want people to bomb buildings. I mean, don't you think it's okay for the government to you know, bend the rules a little bit in order to protect people? I have every instance I've seen of the FBI investigating people who might be bombing buildings. It seems as though the FBI was helping them mm. a great deal, pushing them, cajoling them into bombing buildings. Even funding them. Even, yeah, funding them, <laughs> stopping them from getting uh, productive work in other states. I mean, I've yeah. got all kinds of things that the FBI has done, uh, which appear to me to be extraordinarily immoral um, when it comes to finding people that are trying to kill us. And I think that the, it seems to me the only reason they do it is in order to make themselves appear relevant. Valerie Caproni, the FBI's general counsel, said the Bureau had fixed the problems with the national security letters. Shh, don't worry. Everything's okay. Yeah, we sent out thousands of things, these things every year. And, uh, and we never sent a letter to anybody saying that it was okay to talk about them. Yeah. So she claims that uh, they, the problems have been solved. Of course, if they're still sending out these national security letters, how many of the people receiving a threat of a cage from the FBI are actually going to have the courage to come out and say, yeah, I got one of these. Here, I'm going to scan it in and put it online. Talk about it on my radio show. Doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, how, how often is that going to happen? So who knows if she's if she's telling the truth or what what the new provisions are that they've put into effect with these national security letters. So we'll just have to wait and see on that one. Anyway, she also said that the bureau, which doesn't need permission to alter its manual, so long as the rules fit within broad guidelines issued by the attorney general, had carefully weighed the risks and benefits of each change. So they're looking out for. We're being you know, careful. Your, Trust us. Your, yeah, your future. And your What's freedom. the big deal? We're careful. She said, quote, uh, every one of these has been carefully looked at and considered against the backdrop by other FBI agents of why the employees need to be able to do it. What are the possible risks and what are the controls? She said portraying the modifications to the rules is more like fine tuning than major changes. Look, hey, this is no big deal. Why are you guys getting so upset? Look, we're just trying to make it so our agents can look through your trash and, you know, get a real close look at people's uh, close, you know, personal lives in a, in a much easier manner. I just, mean, just, just. Don't be you okay. want to be safe? Aren't you scared? Hey, hey, aren't you scared, America? You should be. Maybe I, you need some more terrorism so we can get you know get a little bit better here at taking care well, of you. I mean, isn't couldn't you lay the terrorism at the at the door of the FBI and uh, and, and other government organizations? Sure. I you mean, could. in fact, they had information on these guys that committed nine eleven, and what did they do about it? Good question. Some of the most uh, notable changes apply to the lowest category of investigations called an assessment. The category created in December 2008 allows agents to look into people and organizations proactively and without firm evidence for suspecting criminal or terrorist activity. So they don't even have to have what they would consider firm evidence to uh, spend time on you. So the idea would be that, uh, you know, in the past, you might have had to have had a reason to investigate somebody like, you know, some sort of citable phone conversation or allegation yeah. or something like somebody came to you with a claim that sounded really serious I, I don't even know what it means to have firm evidence but now they don't even need that so these government definitions are so nebulous like you you don't know firm evidence to the government probably means something completely different than what you think it means because they get to define what all these terms mean and so now they've just waived that, and they've created this new category that basically allows them to look into anybody they want to. Oh, yeah, I don't like the way you look. Let's check you out. 
don't like the things you've been saying online. Let's let's dig a little deeper. And now they've tweaked this particular category to make it so they have even more latitude and more leeway to do more digging into the lives of people that they don't actually have any real evidence that they're. I mean, they could already. The FBI can go into your house and go through your computer and go through your stuff and search through through your things. And I don't think they have to tell you for thirty days. And uh, that's only if they find something. I don't even know what their rules are. Well, here's an example. We'll, We'll share you with you a very specific example of how the rules are changing here in a moment. And, of course, we'll take your calls about anything. Maybe you're somebody who thinks this is good. You think that the FBI needs to have as much power as possible to uh, investigate terrorism. Maybe you're scared and you think the FBI is out there keeping you safe. We'd love to hear from you at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. Once again, you can join us on our website, of course, at freetalklive.com. And enjoy the features you'll find free. The bulletin board system is there with a whole bunch of people that you can interact with uh, regarding the show or whatever the heck you want to talk about. Uh, bbs.freetalklive.com will get you there. It's free, of course. bbs.freetalklive.com. In one week from today, Free Talk Live will be broadcasting from the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And a lot of people are really excited about this year's Pork Fest, and for good reason. I know that on the Sunday edition of the program, it's our internet-only edition uh, of the show, was on last night. They, they had Curtis on. He's the Porcupine Freedom Festival organizer. Was, they were talking a lot about what's going to be happening, and uh, According to Curtis, the Agora has, is going to be growing by like two to four times. Now, the Agora is this open marketplace uh, at Porkfest where anybody can sell pretty much whatever it is they want to. You don't ask anybody's permission to do it. You just get a spot, set up your tables, put up whatever you want to, set up your booth, etc., and sell your wares, sell your services. And it worked out really well last year. It was really the first year it, it started to happen significantly and this year it's going to be much larger from what i understand more food vendors than last year so more choices more options maybe that's more... gonna be really nice i know last year i came prepared with some food i brought some food and ended up hardly touching it because there's yeah. so much food there already yeah it was really nice to be able to just walk around and, and buy various different things and all created by liberty-oriented people people that love the ideas of freedom so you can feel really good i mean it's not just it's not like some sort of carny uh that is setting up their elephant ear stand it's somebody who is What's wrong in, with carnies? Not, not there's nothing wrong with carnies. I mean, you know, hey, they've got their lifestyle, and I'm, I'm not saying that many carnies aren't liberty-oriented. I don't know what their lifestyle is. Some carnies may have some lifestyle. Sure. Uh, my point being, it's not somebody who is generally outside of the movement that is going to be just coming to, uh, to profiteer off of the people at, uh, at Porkfest. These people tend to be liberty-oriented folks themselves. So sure. you, you probably will be able to have a conversation with the person handing you your meal uh, about the ideas of freedom, and they'll probably be in, in much agreement with you. 
So come on out to Porkfest. Go to Porkfest.com. You can learn a lot more there about the event. Get a schedule of some of the activities that are going to be going on. It's going to be all week long next week, June 20th through the 26th. If you can only make it up for a couple days, come up for a couple days. Come up for the weekend. Uh, It's going to be a blast, though. And if you can come out for the entire thing, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Uh, There's lots happening. Everything from family fun activities to contests to games to socializing parties. You name it. It's probably there. Uh, go to porkfest.com. You can use our discount code, which is free talk live, all run together as one word, to save yourself 20% on your sign up. That's uh, free talk live as your discount code at porkfest.com. 1 800 259 9231. Oh, and yeah, free talk live is going to be broadcasting live. So that's going to be fun. And we'll continue here. We'll take your phone calls about what you want, though we're talking about the FBI. And I would love to hear from somebody that believes that this is a good idea, that the FBI needs more power, that they need to be able to look into your bank account, that they need to be able to look into your house. They need to be able to read whatever kind of records they want about you and investigate you to whatever extent they want to based on a whim. Based on, you know, a hunch. Could uh, be. Based it on could what, be dangerous. Yeah, they don't need an excuse. Just who who is it that supports this kind of uh expansion of the, the, the police state? They must be out there. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So a little more detail here from the New York Times. We're gonna give you a specific example of these new rules that will apply to what they consider the lowest category of investigations. So they get different categories as far as, you know, how important of an investigation is this? Who Who is this person and how likely are they to be a real uh, problem? What kind of information do we have about them to justify further resources being assigned to them, etc.? So the lowest level of categories is the assessment. And previously, the assessment would have allowed uh, the agents to look into people and organizations proactively and without firm evidence for suspecting criminal terrorist activity. Under the current rules, agents must open such an inquiry before they can search for information about a person in a commercial or law enforcement database. Under the new rules, and all they did was just rewrite their manual. They didn't go through any other political process. So under their new manual, the agents will be allowed to search databases without even making a record of their decision. Now, one could argue that this is, yeah, this is good. It makes it less bureaucratic. They don't have to uh, take the time to you know, fill out any kind streamlining. of forms that, uh, that makes it easier for the agent to just go ahead and, and do his job. Just less, go ahead. Right. Sure. Less cost for the taxpayer. So, uh, so that could be one point that, uh, that you would argue here. Uh, but on the other hand... The spokesperson for the FBI even admits that, yeah, the change is going to make it harder to detect and deter the inappropriate use of databases for personal purposes. Right. I mean, there have been instances of government employees, police included, that have been uh, arrested and, and lost their jobs. And I don't know if anybody's been incarcerated for this, but but, but for using government databases to, oh, I don't know, see what their ex-girlfriend's doing mm-hmm. or, um, you know, check out a new boyfriend or that kind of thing. Yep. This is inappropriate uh, you know, use of, of, of these things, and you can believe it's going to happen. I mean, this is going to happen. Because these are human beings we're talking sure about. Sure they are. They are not paragons of virtue. But Ms. Caproni said it was too cumbersome to require agents to open formal inquiries before running such quick checks. She also said agents could not put information uncovered from such searches into FBI files unless they later opened an assessment. The new rules will also relax a restriction on administering lie detector tests and searching through people's trash. Under current rules, agents cannot use such techniques until they open what's called a preliminary investigation, which, unlike an assessment, requires a factual basis for suspecting someone of wrongdoing, as opposed to, like, a rumor. 
but soon agents will be allowed to use those techniques for one kind of assessment, too, when they are evaluating a target as a potential informant. Agents have asked for that power in part because they want the ability to use information found in a subject's trash to put pressure on that person to assist the government in the investigation of others. Ms. Caproni said information gathered that way could also be useful for other reasons, like determining whether a subject might pose a threat to agents. So just remember, and this is an important thing to remember. It's always in the name of uh, protecting their agents, you know, as if people are out there, as if there's some uh, organized crime agency out there that is targeting FBI agents. Yeah, well, you know, the the notion is they're supposed to be protecting regular people, right? But that's what they're but, paid to do. But they're always talking about, you, we hear it with cops, with FBI agents, with anyone, you always hear about, oh, the first concern is the safety of the agent. I, I thought you were supposed to be risking your, the whole, you know, they want the glory of being a hero and rescuing people, Dale, but then we they are, want, we the are, first duty is protect themselves. Dale, we are looking through your trash for your protection. You just don't understand. This, that's why we're here searching through your garbage. We want to see what you're up to so we can protect you from yourself. You might be a terrorist, and you know we would want to stop. We need to make sure we, we stop that from happening. Thank goodness you're protecting me from me. I'm dangerous. So uh, your thoughts, certainly welcome here, 800-259-9231. But there's more. The new manual will also remove a limitation on the use of surveillance squads, which are trained to surreptitiously follow targets. Under current rules, the squads can only be used during uh, once during an assessment, but the new rules will allow agents to use them repeatedly. So they can just tell you as much as they want now, even just on a hunch. Just on the a say so of an anonymous it. informant. They can spend all that money for. I mean, I imagine it's a lot of money to try to coordinate one of these tailings. A squad. They yeah. can do that once. I, I, I didn't, I'm surprised they can do that once without now opening they can an investigation. Do it for all of time. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control. And bring up anything you want. More about the fibbies and your thoughts, especially if you uh, think this is a good idea. I'd love to hear from you. You must be out there. Free talk live. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will take over at some point. Wouldn't you like to be in on the ground floor? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value seems only to be increasing. Find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. Weusecoins.org. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. Once again, 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything you would like. You can comment on the topic at hand. Anything goes. It's Free Talk Live. That's the point of the program. You can also join us on our website, and you can enjoy the uh, the wiki there with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. W-I-K-I, wiki.freetalklive.com. I'm going on a cruise, and you can go on that cruise with me. Also, Stefan Molyneux and Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, they're going to be along for the ride. Now, this is a, this cruise is going to have some speeches from Steph and Wes and myself, but... 
There's also going to be, I guess, a debate. But there's lots of things going on besides that. There's going to be people, liberty-oriented folks, hanging out. They'll be going on shore excursions, playing miniature golf on the boat, climbing the rock wall, uh, the ice skating rink, all the things there are to do on the ship. And you can participate if you would so choose. Uh, the ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November, and we're going to Bermuda. You can go to cruise.freetalklive.com. You can do it today, cruise.freetalklive.com. This cruise has been in and out of yellow status, meaning that, uh, that well, births can are, are at sort of a, a premium. So check it out, cruise.freetalklive.com. So we'll continue here. We will take your calls if you would like to chime in, bring up whatever you want. Maybe agree with the FBI. Maybe you think that the FBI is doing the right thing, that they need to rework these rules that the, uh, their agents are supposedly following. Of course, we know their agents break the rules as well. So the old rules really probably didn't even mean that much. And maybe one of the reasons why they're reworking the rules is because they found, well, we've, we found the agents have been breaking the rules. Honestly, boss, uh, it looks like the agents have uh, regularly been breaking these rules. So why don't we just go ahead and rewrite them to make it so that you know they're not breaking them as often? Because they're essentially opening it up. They're making it so the agents, they don't have to report. They don't have to fill out a report if they're investigating you. It's kind of funny. If they're running an assessment on you, they can just go ahead and do whatever they want. They can uh, search through the databases without having to log well, it. In, in some ways, I would agree that if your employees have found a better system to do something, that you should respond to that. But when your employees are violating people's rights mm. in the process, when they're investigating innocent, potentially innocent people, everybody's innocent until they've had a court trial, right? So they're they're investigating innocent people that, well, maybe that that rule should be suspended. So here's a little more detail, uh, according to the New York Times, as to exactly uh, some, some of the changes that uh, are in, uh, they're impending on uh, the FBI with their rule changes here. The they mentioned the surveillance squads can now be used repeatedly. It used to be that they could only use, be used to follow a suspect once during an ass- assessment. But now, while they're assessing you, they can just keep assessing you. They can just keep following you and spend as much as uh, of their resources as they can on you. It, it's up to them now. They said that the restrictions on the duration of the physical surveillance would still apply and argued that because of limited resources, supervisors would use the squads only rarely during such a low-level investigation. So don't worry. We're just letting them do whatever they want, but we'll be judicious with uh, the use of this. Yeah, don't get yourself all bent out of shape. It's no big deal. I mean, the government, you know, you can trust everything they tell you. The revisions also clarify what constitutes undisclosed participation in an organization by an FBI agent or informant, which is subject to special rules, most of which have never been made public. The new manual says an agent or uh, informant may surreptitiously attend up to five meetings of a group before those rules would apply, unless the goal is to join the group, in which cases the rules apply immediately. At least one change would tighten rather than relax the rules. Currently, a special agent in charge of a field office can delegate authority to approve sending an informant into a religious service. The new manual will require such officials to handle those decisions personally. So, whoopee do. So, 1-800-259-9231. It goes on. You can get all the details over at the uh, the New York Times in that particular case. But some some specific examples of exactly how much more wide uh, the, uh, the ability is of these agents to conduct the most low-level investigations upon the people that they doing... don't actually have any facts. Remember, the assessment-level investigation, they have no facts uh, about your alleged incident you know the, your alleged involvement in terrorism or plotting something or doing something naughty. but they've been doing this all along that's the the, the thing about yeah. this is they've been violating their own rules to do it and these are the rule 
enforcers. The rule enforcers have been violating their own rules in order to do this stuff all along of their own admission. And who watches these watchers at this point in America to even suggest that someone should watch the watchers is traitorous. And it just doesn't make any sense. A little more information here, just an interesting detail. The FBI, by the way, has opened thousands since the release of this new uh, level, this assessment. Remember, this assessment level is relatively new. It came out in 2008. And now they're opening up the assessment to make it even more just powerful for the agents. But since they opened it, uh, since they created this assessment thing, the FBI has opened thousands of those investigations each month. Oh, my goodness. Now, how many agents? They got 14,000 agents nationwide across various different FBI offices across the country, 14,000 agents. They're opening thousands of assessments every single month. Now they can do more with these assessments. And they were not opening the assessments by their own admission. They were breaking the rules on opening these assessments. So how many more of these were they doing? What I'm curious about is how many of the higher levels uh, – Categories. I mean, we know what the assessment category is, but what are the other categories that are above that? And how many of those investigations are they working at any given time? If they're opening thousands of assessments every single month and they only have 14,000 employees, it would seem to me that they probably aren't opening too many higher level investigations or they're too busy on them. Going through people's trash. They're garbage. Yeah. yeah. That's what it sounds like. How do you feel about that? Does, it, does all this make you feel safe? You feel secure knowing that the agents at any time could be observing you and digging into your personal information for the uh, only of the national security reasons, of course. But does it make you feel good? Is there really anybody out there that th- that thinks that that thinks the FBI should be able to just go through your trash? I think there are people. I've 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 heard of similar situations, and I've heard people say, "Well, if you're not doing anything wrong, well, mm-hmm. then you have nothing to be afraid of." I've heard people say that, and and they really think, well, they're they're law-abiding citizens themselves, so they're not worried the FBI is going to find anything that would get them in trouble. So why Everybody should they care? Who's innocent? Who's in prison right now in jail? Was a law-abiding citizen too, and you have to ask yourself how many people are innocent. I'm going to run some statistics by you real quick. More than ninety-nine percent of people who take cases to trial take a plea bargain. Of the people who do not take plea bargains, 66 to 75% of them, 66% at least, let's just go with that number, 66% of that less than 1% will then take it to trial. Does anybody believe that the success rate of the U.S. judicial system is 99.66%? I mean, really, I, I, you know, not that those numbers actually add up that way, but, uh, you know, how many of these people are taking a plea bargains because they're scared? Well, they're scared and they're getting offered, uh, you know, they've, they've got p- charges stacked on top of themselves, on top of themselves. I'm facing 100 years. All I did was walk backwards across the street or whatever it is that they uh, they said. So they're taking some lower plea bargain or how many people I mean, if I took it to trial, I'm not taking it to trial because I'm guilty. Generally, it would seem to me that the average person that's taking something to trial, and this is in felony cases, that 66 percent between three fifths and 66 percent of uh, people um, uh, get found guilty. So 
juries just find people guilty. The system is set up at this point, whether you like it or not, is set up to convict people. It's not set up to find justice. No doubt about that. They want to fill those cages with bodies so, A, the prosecutor can pad his conviction record so he can run for re-election and talk about, I'm tough on crime. Look at my conviction record. I'd put all these people in a cage. They're all criminals. Of course, people that don't question it don't realize that uh, 90% of the people he's put in a cage have never harmed another human being. And it also helps the prison bureaucracies and industry, because it's also private prisons as well. But it helps the prisons because they get more people for their cages. And the more cages they are they have filled, the more justification they have to hire more bureaucrats and to build more prisons. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control and bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Boost Kit Essentials Nutritionally Complete Drink. Providing your picky eater with essential nutrition and great taste in one drink. Visit us at kitessentials.com. To make sure your kids eat healthy, follow the five-a-day plan. Serve three servings of vegetables and two servings of fruit daily. Remember, a serving could just mean a piece of fruit or a half cup of veggies. If your kids are picky eaters, ask a nutritionist about other sources. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and take control of these airwaves. The toll-free number for you, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on our site completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Hey, you like the fact that we give the site to you for free? Maybe you want to become a Free Talk Live amplifier to help us out a little bit. It's 3 bucks a month. We take that money in and we reinvest it into Free Talk Live, getting on more radio stations across the country, bringing more internet listeners on board as well, and thereby exposing the ideas of freedom to more individuals uh, around the world. So your three bucks can really make a difference for us. And you get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only chat, uh, the AMP-only forum, as well as the AMP-only podcast and more. Go get the details. Get signed up with any major credit card or some alternative uh, options over at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp, as in advertise, market, and promote. Amp.freetalklive.com makes a big difference for us. It's the reason why we can go to industry conventions. It's the reason why we can do industry advertising. And it's the reason why you're three bucks a month if you're an amplifier. That's the reason why we're on 103 radio stations. Actually, make that 104. We just added WBCK in Battle Creek. We'll give them an official welcome on Saturday night because they're only a Saturday night affiliate. But uh, it's all because of amplifiers. So thanks. Amp.freetalklive.com as we go to the phones and the fun. Matt, listening in Illinois. Matt, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark. Good evening, guys. Hey. I just wanted to mention another big reason why people take the plea bargain when they're involved in court cases it's because of the expense involved in yeah. taking it to trial. That's true. Oftentimes, I mean, you'll see situations where somebody's sitting in jail and they can take a plea and get out on probation or community control or some kind of thing like that. Mm. And, you know, who wouldn't? Yeah, you know, it, it, it costs tens of thousands of dollars now if, if you're going to go to trial. So you, it's not just jail. And, and time that you're looking at, you're looking at perhaps 
destroying your entire family if you go and take it to trial, and you're not guaranteed that it's, that you're going to be found not guilty. You could still be found guilty, and in a lot of cases, um, you might be because the 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 juries are are slighted toward the uh, the police. A lot of people think, well, they wouldn't have arrested him if he wasn't guilty. It's true. We haven't had much real luck as far as successes in trials with juries up here thus far in New Hampshire. And there have only been three jury trials that I know of so far uh, for New Hampshire liberty activists in various different uh, charges. And there, there was the Bob Constantine case where the jury did refuse to convict of marijuana cultivation, but they still convicted him of a possession charge. So they didn't hit him with a felony and instead convicted him with a misdemeanor. So that was kind of like a partial win, but there has yet to have been an indi- a particular incident in which an activist has been found not guilty by a jury, and, and that's unfortunate. So, yeah, it's, there's no guarantees in this uh, in this system, that's for sure. Yeah, so, I, you know, when you're when you're facing, even when you're facing a felony charge, like a, a burglary charge or a murder charge or a battery charge or something like that, you you really have, if if I mean, if you're the person that's looking at a time and and be taking it to, to trial, there's there's so much that you that you have to consider, and the the cost is really. It's outstanding because just to even even just to take a plea bargain, you're going to pay at least five grand for that lawyer. Mm. Um, and if you're not rich, if you're not a wealthy person, it's just not going to be worth it to you. You're going to end up ruining your entire family, and you're going to be ruined financially. So if you can get off with you know probation, like you said, or maybe spending a couple few months in jail or whatever, you, a lot of people are just going to take that route. And that's I think true. that's where a lot of that comes from. A that's lot of true. people who've uh, been put in jail for a couple of months, their lives are ruined anyway. The average American is about a month away from poverty. Um, you yeah, know, you, you just, get your, you kick, your your lease is done when you, you get out. Their your car's job been is gone. repoed because they've got car payments. Their uh, leases, their their all their stuff has gone out of their apartment, have been sold by their landlord or whatever in order to make up for back rent, or I mean, maybe it's been tossed off in uh, in some storage unit if they're lucky. Um, you know, I mean, their their girlfriend or wife has left. Them, the dog's been put in the pound. I mean, every, everything just gone. If you're if you're gone for three months in jail, yeah. so even if you were innocent, it's you've been punished. No just about you've everybody gets uh, gets treated like they're guilty. The the system yeah. sucks. I mean, there's no doubt, Matt. And I don't blame anybody for taking a plea bargain if that's what they feel like the best choice is for them. But long term, people taking plea bargains empowers the system, and it uh, it hurts people in the in the long run. No, I agree with that too. But you know, when you're the person that's actually sitting in that position, those plea bargains can look awfully tempting. That's the idea. It, that is exactly the point. And thanks for the call tonight at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. The boys from Liberty on Tour, by the way, are back in town. Uh, LibertyOnTour dot com. Pete and Demo and Bo, they're uh, the newest member of the LOT crew. They are now in the Keene area after spending weeks uh, traveling around New Hampshire, visiting uh, Grafton and Manchester. Uh, they dropped into Nashua for a little while, also went out to the seacoast. And they are now back in Keene. They're going to be spending the, the rest of the week here. And it was this morning that I was at the, the courthouse here in Keene, the district court, doing my weekly outreach as we do. Actually, we do it more than weekly. It's it's a daily, almost almost daily outreach. We're covering four of the five days of the week, likely going to expand to five days here pretty soon, uh, where we've got liberty-minded people that are 
in the the lobby of the courthouse every single day at nine or eight in the morning, which is when people are demanded to show up for an arraignment. So the folks that have been arrested by the police are showing up for their arraignment. You know, you you notice that uh, if the people don't show up, they get uh, summonses and uh, warrants out put out for their arrest. If the cops don't show up, your case is dismissed. Not at an arraignment. The cops don't have to show up to the arraignment. I'm just saying the, but, but that's yeah. sort of the unfairness of the, the system. Right. Here, uh, you've got to show up or they will put you in a cage for failure to appear. And so people come out and they line up, in some cases in droves. Last week, the line was going out the door down the stairwell. There were so many victims of the state there. And so it's really important to be there to reach out to these folks who encourage them to tell them what's going on with the plea deal in case they don't already know and why it's such a bad idea. But I can't say that anybody has ever called up and said after the fact that, yeah, your flyer convinced me to not take the plea deal. Of course, how many would spend the time to do that? We can say that there are people that will get the plea deal flyer and they'll, you know, they'll take a quick glance at it and they'll say, oh, yeah, I won't take the plea deal. So like they're already on, on board with that particular viewpoint. There was a, a business owner that was there uh, from here in Keene last week who is a fairly prominent business owner who's had some nice things to say about the liberty activists here. And he also uh, made the point that he was not going to take the plea deal before I'd even you know, told him about it. And even if you don't, even if you're not, even if you're going to take the plea deal, deal at some point when you're dealing with a situation where you're not in jail, why would you take the first one? Hmm. I mean, is this, is this how they taught you to negotiate? Yeah, the I, first I, offer. I mean, this is a terrible idea. At least come back with... Oh, well, I'll take half that. Now, both of you guys have had parking tickets dropped when you've refused to take a plea, right? Yeah, I mean, we, I, we just refused to pay the fine and ask for a court date. And, Which is uh, essentially, a, and when you, t- you pay the fine, you're basically pleading guilty at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. That is that is the plea deal <laughs> right. written on the ticket. So, and uh, just by asking for a trial, by the way, it was like pulling teeth to get it. Uh, the trial. They really don't want you. No, to, they don't. They, they fight they know you. they're going to drop it. They know it's yeah. We're not gonna. They know they're not gonna fight for five dollars, you know, for a five dollar ticket. So um, it's gonna get dropped. So they will fight tooth and nail. They'll say, "Well, have you talked to the, to the? Have you talked to the person who gave the ticket?" I'm like, "No, I never saw." Do you person. want to bring them over here so I can? Well, I was gonna say, I'm like, where am I supposed to hunt them down? They left it on my on my car. <laughs> Isn't know? that what courts for? So that I can talk to them. And uh, they yes, try to ask me, well, what is it that you, uh, what, why, why are you wanting to challenge the ticket? And None everything. of your business. And I explained to them, I said, well, that would compromise my, that would compromise my case in court to That's tell you. response, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, and, and they were, they, oh, they were just like, oh, I know what this is about. Blah, blah, blah. And they went and they did it, finally. <laughs> it's exactly about sure that. Go ahead and fill out the paperwork, bureaucrat. Yep. Right. If you, you don't want to fill out the bureaucrat. paperwork, tell your friends to stop putting these things on people's cars. You know, I think right. I'm, the, I'm the only one thus far who's actually gone. I think I am. I'm the only one who's gone through a trial for a parking ticket. Because both of y'all, Mark, you've had two dropped, I think. Um, Dale, you've I had think one, one. one. Dale, have you had two? Uh, Somebody's had two dropped. Uh, well, whatever. I'm trying to remember. I think one I'm, of y'all have had two. more than one. I'm sure somebody has had more than one dropped. I know. I know that much. But uh, they took me to trial, and what was really funny was that the parking lady that had given me the ticket. There's two of them here in Keene. One of them's a brunette. The other is uh, kind of a blonde. And the blonde has always been kind of this reputation for being a shark and grumpy. And she, I talked to her. She didn't seem that way to me. Well, but that's the reputation okay. that, that she's had. I remember at one point I was in a local restaurant, and the the restaurant called out that the you know the parking shark was in the uh, you know the parking lot to let the uh, t- the tenants or the uh, the, uh, the restaurant 
T's, I guess, uh, customers know, yeah, know, good, good uh, know about this. But this this lady is so nice to me now. Like after I put her on the stand and you know questioned her about the the parking, which was a fairly adversarial kind of a relationship, right? I mean, she's there trying to help convict me, and I'm there to not try to get not convicted. And uh, she's just we've been so friendly to one another after that trial. It's been great. I'm glad that worked out for so, you. Yeah, buddy. say take it to trial. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. And don't be angry. You know, don't be mean to yeah. these folks. There's no point in that. More coming up. Hour number three is next. You can take control. What if the key to achieving liberty in your lifetime was to move together with others who think like you? Liberty activists are joining the Free State Project, which is over halfway to its goal of 20,000 participants. And they're already making the move to New Hampshire. The successes are piling up and are proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. From demonstrations and vigils to outreach and volunteering, there's a lot going on in Keene. Keene is also the undisputed liberty media capital of the world, with television, talk radio, and more, all originating here. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, free books, a forum, and activist tools you can download and use in your area at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features you'll find there completely free. You can actually control the content of the website. You find something online you want to share with us and our listeners. You submit it as show prep. It pops up on the site. Others can then vote on what they like or dislike. And uh, then the most voted up, make it to the front page in the top of the site at freetalklive.com. Once again, freetalklive.com. We will, of course, take your calls about absolutely anything. Dennis is with us in New Hampshire, and it's Dennis Goddard, who is one of the guys behind the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, one of the more active uh, folks that moved here as part of the Free State Project, which is a movement of thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people, all focusing their efforts, their activism efforts here in New Hampshire, making the move up here. The three of us behind the mics in the studio tonight, uh, Ian, Dale, and Mark, we've all moved here as part of the Free State Project. Dennis, you moved, and all of us have been here for a number of years uh, at this point. Though at this point, there are only several hundred people that have made the move here to New Hampshire. More people are always moving. There's a new guy that just moved here uh, to Keene, I think, over this uh, this weekend. And more folks are going to be moving up uh, right around Pork Fest. I can't make an announcement, but there's a fairly high-profile, uh, liberty-minded person. Oh, yeah. Somebody who <laughs> is uh, renowned for feeding people uh, is going to be making the move to Keene coming up here, I believe, uh, later this week. So summertime. We... It, it does seem to be that you know winter it lags, and then when the when spring comes back sure. around, it picks back up, and yep. we get and that's what's happening. We're getting back a lot of movers, and the more movers there are, the more. Who would want to move here in February? It happens. It does does. happen. It does does happen, happen. but Uh, it just tends to be a little slower than usual. Indeed. Right. So, of course, the more movers there are, the more people there are to do uh, things like civil disobedience and non-cooperation, but also to get involved in outreach and uh, media creation and, of course, the political system. And uh, Dennis Goddard is uh, really kind of the guy with an an eye constantly on the political system. He hosts his own TV show, uh, New Hampshire Capital Access. And is that uh, website nhcaptv.com, Dennis? 
Yeah, it is. And, you know, thank you very much. And, you know, I don't think there's any reason that anyone who doesn't want to get horribly addicted to New Hampshire politics would want to watch that. It's very much just what's going on in the state. Uh, but I do want to I do want to thank Mark for taking some time out of his life to come and MC the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance Liberty Dinner that's coming up next month. That's very awesome of you, Mark, and thank you. All right, well, I'm, I'm getting to MC the event, and I'm very excited about that. Are so. you not going to be MCing Porkfest as well? I'm uh, I'm happy to MC anything for any anyone that's it's true though. Know, doing you are going to be. I am. Yeah. I'm emceeing uh, at events at Porkfest. Uh, you know. Yes. I'm. That's I great. don't mind walking up in front of stages and and saying you know ha ha here's a joke and this is what's coming up next. I mean what who what's the problem? Yeah, you're the perfect man for it. You're very vain and yes. uh, you know, and it takes no right. preparation. <laughs> I'm vain and lazy. It's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Dennis, you're with the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, nhliberty.org, so you were calling tonight to clarify something. Yeah, the other night on the show, you guys, or someone asked about the uh, audio recording, the cops bill, which has had a long and tortured history. Um, so, so, in summary, you know, the bill that would say that citizens have an absolute right to record police officers when, uh, well, pretty much to record police officers and other public officials, um, that came out of the House of Representatives. It passed, but it got amended um, in a way that made it not so good. And the good news is that a lot of us were there for the public hearing in the Senate and really clarified to the Senate that you know we were not happy with the way that things were turning out. And the Senate has gone ahead and say, okay, you know they'll they'll look at this. So it is not going to die. That what they've done with this bill is said, well they're going to put it back in the committee and talk about it over the summer, and then when the Senate reconvenes in the fall, they'll take the bill back up, which is actually really good news for us because uh, it means that we can fix some of the stuff that got broke. Well, okay. yeah, it's, it's not as good as the Senate passed the bill that the House passed. But, in fact, the Senate has really been a problem as far as passing bills that the House has passed this year. Isn't that so? It is so. And, you know, we, we have more than a dozen specifically free state project members elected in the House, which is, you know, makes things a lot easier. In the Senate, it depends on how you count a free state project member versus someone that happened to move to New Hampshire, learned about the free state project, and said, wow, that's cool, and later became a senator. Right. And we just don't have as much traction in the Senate. There are a couple um, of liberty, but, really pretty good liberty-oriented candidates in the Senate, or not candidates, but uh, guys, uh, people in the Senate. Uh, maybe they're uh, you know, a handful, I would say, two, three, something like that. Uh, whereas in the House, it's just incredible, the numbers. Yeah, and I know you know a number of Free Talk Live listeners actually that that are in the House of Representatives, which is pretty cool if you think about it. Yeah, and sure I know of one in the Senate. Um, you know, you, you were talking about um, going to trial and stuff like that. I actually have some decently good news about the bill to um, you know the, the fully informed jury bill. The one that will uh, that will have the jury be instructed on their right to essentially find find someone not guilty based on their feelings about the law. Exactly. And in fact, that came, that got amended in a way that was kind of bad in the House. And in this case, in the Senate, it got amended to be back to the good original wording of the bill, which says both that, I'm looking at the bill right now, it says the court shall instruct the jury of its right to judge the facts and the application of law. And it also says that the court shall permit the defendant or counsel for the defendant to explain this right 
to the jury. That's good. That's a really important provision because I wouldn't trust the courts to right. make that understandable. No like, matter what they come up with as far as the script goes, the judge will say it in a fashion that's monotone or uh, derisive or something well, like that. The script that. itself will use legalese and it'll be very confusing. Like right. the, way you, the, the way you just read that phrase was confusing to me. Like, I don't the application of the law, what the hell does that mean? That means whether or not to even apply the law. But it's still, you know, it's confusing. The legal terms are, are very obtuse. It is nice, though, that it says that the court shall permit the defendant to explain the yep, right to right. the jury. I think that's important. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a tough sell. I mean, there's a lot of lawyers, not as many as in other states, but there are still lawyers in, in the legislature, and this kind of thing makes them very uncomfortable by and large. But I, I feel pretty good about um, about the jury nullification bill. And, you know, for that matter, I'm feeling better than I felt recently about the, uh, the audio recording of the cops' bills, both of which I consider to be pretty... Um, strategic in that, you know, if we get this one seemingly minor thing, because to the average person, this is like not on the level of same-sex marriage. They don't know about this kind of stuff. If this kind of stuff passes the House and Senate, it's not going to get vetoed by the governor because it's just too low priority for him to veto. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. Now, there are other things going on, but I think it's important to focus here because obviously this isn't a New Hampshire-oriented show, but clearly we live here and we're active here, and there's exciting things that are going on here that the world deserves to hear about because this is an exciting movement and people should get involved. If you are running up against a brick wall in the political world where you are, that's what I was doing down in Florida, just banging my head against a brick wall, uh, this system that is designed to basically be completely insulated from anybody that wants to apply any kind of liberty-oriented changes to it. Uh, if you find yourself in that situation, look at what's happening here. You've got a dozen free staters, people that moved here for the Free State Project that have been elected. You've got dozens more liberty-oriented uh, re- so-called representatives. You've got, as you mentioned, one Free Talk Live listener in the New Hampshire Senate. Uh, you know, There's some significant advancements that have happened here in New Hampshire over the, just the last four years, far more than has ever happened in the entirety of the Libertarian Party over its 30-plus year history. I mean, this is, in, this is unprecedented. And really, a lot of it's thanks to the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance at nhliberty.org because there's a there's behind all of these reps there's hundreds of uh, volunteers uh, maybe it's hundreds dozens at least of volunteers that are taking the time to read all of these bills these proposed legislations to propose other legislations to advance the ideas of freedom within the political system it's I think unprecedented what you guys have been able to accomplish and it's still so early on in this entire Free State project and as the Free State project hasn't even completed yet. The you know, we're only at eleven thousand or almost eleven thousand signers and we want to reach to twenty thousand. You know what I just realized, which is great. Now that you've said this, I'm sure there are 23 people in the Senate right now going, we've got to find that guy. Which is the one that's one of the subversives? We're going to find him, and we're going to do something to him. Wait, are you suggesting that the uh, 23 people in the Senate actually listen to Free Talk Live as well? I bet a bunch of them have at some (laughs) point. I I know that enough, like, stuff has been stirred up. I know that there are people in the House of Representatives, and actually I know at least one former senator who, you know, when I spoke to her the other day, she was... uh, she was talking about this, these keen people and this Free Talk Live program, and she wanted to know if I was anything to do with this. And I, <laughs> I kind of had to say, well, I'm a refugee. I did come here. You know, yeah. Did you admit so to her fun. that... You, you uh, got them really hopping. Did you admit to her that you've given money to the show? Uh, I didn't go into that level of detail. <laughs> And I've given money to the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, so uh, thanks for the call tonight, Dennis. We appreciate hearing from you. NHLiberty.org. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. 
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phones, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our site at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features there. Completely free. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. Those features, by the way, include the shrine of female listeners. Dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo or video showing that they're listeners of this program. And if you're a lady listener of Free Talk Live, you may join the Shrine. Details on how are there at shrine.freetalklive.com. The Ruger. It's got a new uh, – the Ruger LC9. It's a new offering from Ruger. It's a, a kind of a cousin of the LCP, which is an extraordinarily popular uh, handgun that they have. The LC9 slightly larger. Obviously, it shoots a, a 9 millimeter. It's got a three-dot sight system. And Ruger always has and always will mean rugged. There are numerous safety features in this uh, this weapon. It's the next handgun you must own. It's made in America, made for you. Ruger.com. You can go see it at Ruger.com, but you can really only purchase it at your local handgun dealer. All right. We're going to continue taking your phone calls, 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Max, listening in New Hampshire. Max, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Dale, and Mark. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, Max. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, well, I just wanted to call to remind folks, uh, especially folks living anywhere near the seacoast, that we've got a, a very important uh, special election primary here in Seabrook uh, and also on Hampton Falls. Well, this isn't really uh, you know, a, a local show, so it's not really an appropriate time to... Is there to... a free stater running, Max? Yep. Oh, good. Now, um, what? Uh, it, it, why is it a special election? Why, why would our international listeners care about the special election in, in Seabrook? Uh, well, they should care because uh, one of our state reps, who was a, a relatively pro-liberty rep, um, he wasn't with us on jury nullification and a couple of other bills, um, was targeted by uh, the law enforcement lobby again, which has become kind of a, a recurring problem. And uh, he was pulled over uh, a number of times until he was kind of forced to resign. Um, And now we're trying to – I'm running myself as a a candidate in order to make sure that the law enforcement lobby is not able to to, uh, um, affect the outcome of politics in the area. In other words, not able to uh, adjust um, uh, politics in the statehouse or the voting records in the statehouse in in a negative direction. Okay, Max. Well, uh, I guess I, good luck with your campaign. Thanks for the call tonight. That's not really an appropriate kind of call for, for Free Talk Live simply because, I mean, yeah, you can call about anything, but on, this, on the same hand, it needs to be something that is, there's a conversation worthy of having with a you know, fairly large audience. And I don't know if... We do talk about how many uh, free staters there are in the state house uh, yeah, on a pretty regular basis. Yeah, but how bad would it be if people were calling up to announce their political campaigns? Yeah, that's not going to be... It's not going to be particularly good radio. Right. But I think that, um, you know, 
it's more relevant if it's in New Hampshire simply because we talk about the Free State Project on a regular basis. But it's not really. No. Okay. Running a camp. I'm sorry. Just Dale, I don't know how you feel about this. Yeah. But. It, I think it just, just it would bore me as a listener. Yeah. But I don't know if that's a good... I don't know if I'm a good example because politics in general bores But me. I mean, I don't care who's running for office in Missoula, Montana right now, even if they are liberty oriented. If this became that kind of a show, uh, then <laughs> that would be terrible. It's there not, are, well, like you said, it's not a news show. You, you, the, you know, a lot of times we're covering news that you can get. It's out there. But the point right. is we're talking about it and we're expressing, we're talking about it from a certain perspective. And, it, you know, it's a talk show. If something's we're ta- happened, we're having a conversation but, about like, if, if law enforcement is using its power to run candidates, out of office. That was interesting. No that, doubt about that. That is that's news. Uh, that that I get. Uh, but to just simply call and announce a you know political campaign. Well, maybe Sorry. he didn't present it right, but he did uh, follow it up uh, with a with a better. If know. something happens to you during your political campaign, or you do something that's newsworthy, then there's a reason to you know to have you on. Like if the police are you know pulling you over because you're running for office, or if the you know the government is attacking your business uh, because you're running for office, or maybe you engage in some sort of civil disobedience, or you get arrested for speaking uh, while you're running for office there are people who will contact me during the political season and say i'm representing this uh, candidate so and so here in xyz location and i wanted to have him come on your show to talk about it and that's and why you're hyper vigilant my, uh, my response is always well just let me know that's great news that you're running a political candidate but let me know when there's actually something newsworthy happening i understand that liberty-minded people want to feel like it's news that they're running for office but Sorry, it's not. People who are liberty-minded are running for political office all over the place. They call themselves libertarians, and you know that's it's nothing well, new. And but our listeners to this show, the ones especially that are interested in the Free State Project, do want to know that Free State Project members are running for office. Great, that's enough that they need to know is that Free State Project members are running for office and winning. But they don't need to know all the individual details about each individual campaign. Yeah, obviously you can't call people out um, and say, "Hey, come hold signs for me" or anything like that. That doesn't, yeah. you know, that's not gonna, it's not gonna fly. It's not relevant. In the but, same but, way, you, you know, you can't call and announce like an event either. Like this, hey, we're a having a bake sale at the local Cub Scouts, right. and you know, it just doesn't. The <laughs> idea is there's there's talking going on as, as part of a conversation on this program, uh, yeah, the, you as know, opposed to announcements. Precisely. So one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can't call in and say, "Hey, my big brother's having a birthday," and right, you know. that works for local radio. Like that works for. Uh, like, there's a local show here in Keene on yeah. Saturday morning where frequently someone will call and announce a bake sale. And that makes sense because the signal doesn't travel much further outside of Keene and it's Keene-focused and that's the right kind of call for that sort of show. Well, there's uh, there, there are local shows and uh, regional shows that focus on New Hampshire and New Hampshire's politics, and I'd say that the you know those uh, Granite Grok comes to mind. I don't know if it's GraniteGrok.com or whatever it is, but it's a uh, G. I wouldn't be promoting okay. those guys. What's that? I wouldn't be. I'm just saying that they are, to some extent, they're focused on these things. I mean, even though they had me on their show at one point uh, in the past, I found out later that one of them is apparently a bigot against homosexuals. I, if I'm not mistaken. Look, you know, nobody in this uh, movement is uh, perfect. I wouldn't I think say they're that, in this movement, really. I mean, fine. they're Republicans. 
Well, I, I, I think that there's, a, you know, the, one of them certainly leans libertarian. It's a Republican and a libertarian show. Is it the biggest show. that leans libertarian or the other one? Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't think that fair. it's fair just to say bigot just because some guy didn't made a gay joke. Get, didn't they get kicked off the air because... He made a gay joke, right? Oh, really? The, that doesn't make somebody a bigot. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I'd heard you was What was the joke? Do you remember? I can't remember precisely. It um, was offensive enough to radio station kicked him off the air. Kicked a brokered show off their airwaves. This, these guys were paying for airtime. And the station oh, wow. thought this particular joke was so offensive that they said, yeah, we'd they, rather not have your money. They actually got a lot of heat <laughs> from uh, the local community, and where they were was a somewhat more democratic uh, you know, area. So I don't know that that's entirely a fair assessment. However, the other guy on the show is much more libertarian. Um, you know, and, and the one guy has said that and he's 60, right, or 50, or whatever he is, and he said he's come along. How hard is it for a guy to come along and um, that's, you know, once you've got your ideas, it's really difficult to change them? Meaning he's come along and... And been more open towards uh, gay That's people. That's correct. More, oh. more open towards the liberty movement. I don't know what his feelings are specifically on gay people. It's not the kind of thing that I talk to him about on a regular basis, and from. I don't talk to him about it. Uh, to me, to that matters. To me, you know that that issue matters. And uh, Dale, you were talking about this at flamingfreedom.com. Maybe we can touch on it here in a moment for uh, for this audience. But this uh, this idea that people within the liberty movement who show themselves to be bigots in whatever way, whether it's against gay folks or whoever. Uh, that they should Cops. somehow be tolerated. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airways. Bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. As long as it's something we can talk about. 1-800-259-9231. Normally, we don't have to put that kind of provision on the show because usually it doesn't go in a direction that is inappropriate. But we'll let you know when it does. 1-800-259-9231. You can, uh, again, take control of the airwaves here. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. You can go there and you can interact. And there are actually local sections on the BBS. We mentioned the BBS earlier tonight, which is our, our message forum. They're very underused, so I don't know how worth it it is. But you could go and post a notice about your election or a notice about your uh, bake sale or whatever in the local areas in uh, the forum. There's one for each, uh, one for each state. Uh, it's usually the idea behind that was to help people kind of connect with other liberty-minded people that also listen to Free Talk Live in their areas. Uh, to some extent, it has been a little bit of a success in a few instances, but for the most part, it's not as well utilized as maybe you know I might have hoped. However, they're still there, and you can go to bbs.freetalklive.com uh, to do that. That's something that people really have an issue with is is connecting with other people of a like mindset in their area. And I don't really have a a real serious answer for them as to how they can do that besides contact your local Libertarian Party or look for a Ron Paul meetup. I mean, that's like kind of the stock answer. I don't know what else you say, right? What else are you supposed to do? How else do you find liberty minded people in the area? I don't know. 
Yeah, presumably things are getting better because of the internet, but it's been around for a while, and it's been very difficult to find Liberty people in in a lot of places other than New Hampshire. Right. The Free I mean, State Project's taking all of them. Yeah. Well, and that is a factor. The Free State Project, there's a bit of a brain drain going on where some of the best activists from around the country, around the world even, are coming to New Hampshire. And a lot of folks who've never done activism before, and they're just jumping in for the first time. But mm-hmm. some of the uh, the folks that uh, would otherwise be working in other areas of the, the country are now focusing their efforts here in New Hampshire. You think people are bitter about that? They're worse sucking away there all the There are definitely good bitter people about that. <laughs> there are that. some bitter people. The, yeah. the impression I got when I was in the uh, Libertarian Party uh, half a decade ago as I was very excited about the Free State Project, the impression I got was that uh, some people in the Libertarian Party were less than excited and, in point of fact, were doing everything they could to not pay attention to the Free State Project and, uh, <laughs> and basically ignore it. I was uh, in Georgia. I went to, a, I went to the, like a Libertarian Party meeting in Georgia and uh, brought Free State material there thinking, oh, I'll talk to people about They'll it. They'll love see this. Interested. Yeah, I really thought that. I just I just assumed, you know, they'd be excited about it and it'd be um, – but then they'd heard of it for the most part, it seemed like. And, and one guy actually asked, oh, are you here to defend the Free State Project? Defend? Hmm? But I was like – I looked at him like he was crazy. I was like, defend it? I I, I, it was really the first time I'd been exposed to the idea that someone might not, mm. you know, like feel like it's an attack of some sort or right. or that it needed to be defended. And I was just like, well, it's, you know, it's a voluntary thing. You can do it, get participate or not. And then I walked away. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't, uh, you nope, know, I'm not. How's it going down I, there I got in Georgia? The, they, they had been arguing about it, apparently, already, I'd, I'd love about to touch, whether that was a good idea. I'd love for you to touch base back, uh, at least, or, or maybe investigate uh, that, that old group and see how they're doing. How, I bet you, things, has, I bet you things haven't changed hardly at all. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. got a little tiny group of people that meets and, and talks about, mostly, like, it seems what they talk about is just bureaucracy about how their little club is run. Right, and, and this, yep. is, <laughs> like this that, is... That's like, they're arguing about, like, their officership and how they should run things and whether they should do this or that. And I'm like, are you guys actually trying to change anything out in the world you know frankly uh local republican and democrat parties are so small and so ill attended that likely a few guys the, the libertarian party could get involved in one of the other parties and have such a, an, a profound effect on local politics but these guys just want to do their libertarian thing and hey, you know <laughs> it, it just seems to me that uh, often it just it's just a waste of time really it just seems that way. The toll-free number, 800-259-9231. Speaking of uh, what you know, has happened uh, you know, to these old parties that we used to be involved in, I did take the time to go and check on the old party down in, uh, in Sarasota, Florida. And, yeah, their website is still featuring photos of activism that I was involved in about a decade ago. Hmm. I'm looking right now at lpsarasota.org, and I'm seeing pictures from the 2000 presidential campaign. Uh, a Is table. it labeled that way? Huh? Is it labeled that way? No. Okay. No, it's just this scrolling thing from, uh, well, there's one. You can see some Harry Brown signage that people are holding. So, I mean, if you know what you're looking at, then you would know that, uh, that these are old pictures. And these are people that, you know, I brought into uh, the movement and where there's a table that I was working during the uh, during the election day, reaching out to voters. Pictures from this. I mean, pictures that span. This is back when you had long hair? Mm, you know what? I'm, I don't know if I'm in any of these okay. photos. But nonetheless, uh, they haven't been doing anything of significance. Uh, At in, least they haven't been putting the pictures up um, on their website. Well, you know, if a have. tree falls in the forest and no one's around to uh, to see it happen, did it actually happen? 
Good questions. Yeah. Anyway, Mark, tell me about something. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes that you pay on them feed the very beast that's stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. There's no combustion, no tar, no foul lingering odors. There's no smoke. You just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale water vapor. You can get it in all kinds of different flavors, too. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. Use coupon code FTL for an additional 5% off at VaporStation.com. All right, 800-259-9231. So, yeah, if you are in the world of political stagnation at which uh, I was at one time, then and if you can't find other people that are liberty-minded, there's only one solution for you especially if you want to see liberty in your lifetime, is to actually get together in a place where you know people are. You know that people are in New Hampshire here as part of the Free State Project. You know that there's a community of liberty-minded folks here that engages not only in activism of various different sorts, but also a social movement as well. And if you didn't know that, now you do. Go to freestateproject.org to learn more. 800-259-9231. That is uh, the SACL CAI toll-free line. In fact, a lot of people come here from California and for good reason, because California is one of the biggest of governments out there, and they just continued, as governments do, uh, to get more involved in your life. But at least in this case, Mark, they're loosening a restriction. Uh, yeah, a restriction on themselves. Uh-huh. WashingtonTimes.com, the California State Senate voted 28 to 8. I'd say that's a resounding landslide victory mm-hmm. to exempt itself from the pointless gun control laws that apply to the rest of the populace. Legislators apparently think that they alone are worthy to pack heat on the streets for personal protection, and the masses ought to wait until the police arrive. Mm. This is just one of the many bills Golden State politicians use this legislative session to set themselves apart from the little people. Well, maybe, yeah, I was going to say, maybe li- they feel more valuable than those little people. Like, their lives are more important to be defended than the little people because they're they're politicians you right. know they're they running. are the ruling if they're class gone, then, then the sky will just start falling i mean chaos will just explode if they're not there holding everything down and keeping everything in order it's just the chaos is just going to explode and the sky will start falling once you realize that uh incumbents are uh, what's the percentage more than more than 90 percent likely to be elected as an incumbent yes. to be um, re-elected be mm-hmm. re-elected excuse me uh, to be re-elected as an incumbent and once you realize uh that you know all the perks that these people give themselves i want you to repeat to yourself the silly mantra that you, that the people are the government in the united states after i as i'm reading this thinking mm. yes we the people or the government yeah annual compensation for legislators averages about one hundred and forty thousand dollars a year not too bad not by the way uh, by the way new hampshire compensation is 200 a year i think it's a hundred a year 200 per session Hmm. i think you get a check for 200 bucks and then you get compensated for your gasoline driving back and forth yeah big that's a big difference it's a big difference yeah now um not counting luxurious perch such as taxpayer funded cars and free gasoline because you don't want them using up the mileage on their own car. By comparison, the average Californian earns $50,000 a year, and the unemployment rate is 11.9%, 12%. Um, exact salaries for state assemblymen and senators are obscured by the use of a per diem payment scheme that shelters a significant chunk of their income from uh, taxation. These people don't work for you. They are the government. You are not. 800-259-9231. Your thoughts welcome. Bring up anything in the remaining moments, which are next. 
This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain in this particular edition of the program, but there's always more to come. You can always take control of the airwaves any old night of the week here, 800-259-9231. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. And Mark, this may be your last Monday show. It may be. I don't know if you're going to be on at Porkfest on Monday or not. That's, uh, I mean, that's in your... It's up to you to decide. Well, it's all, it's up to me at Pork Fest any time because I mean, there's always somebody who's going to take over the mic. That's there's, true. There's a there, there there's a bevy of people that can take over the mic at any time. Yeah. And I do have to go out and look for uh, people that would would but do you're interviews leaving and stuff on like Monday that. Nights. Why? I am. So what's the deal? I, we're going to start free free talk lives Sunday edition. Well, we there already have a Sunday edition. We had previously been doing a Sunday edition with a kind of we co- haven't you and I are getting haven't. fired. We by uh, <laughs> we meaning that of the free talk live. Like I'm part of that uh, organization, right? I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So free talk live has been doing a Sunday edition with the the co hosts, kind of a a farm team edition, getting everybody some practice and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We're gonna take that show, spin it off, put another name on it, and uh, make the free talk live Sunday edition me and maybe a co host or two. And then put it on the radio and sort of enterprise on the the lack of programming on Sunday nights. I mean, the same the same thing that's gotten Free Talk Live on so many radio stations, which is a lack of programming on Saturday evenings, right? Exists on Sunday evenings. Mm-hmm. It is. It, it does feel like it's a, a an untapped market that really needs to be tapped. You know, there's this there's this there's a demand. I would call it a, sure very, it a, a tremendous market demand, a demand that is unfilled right now. And you guys would be filling that demand with some quality, entertaining radio that people would just eat it up. I think there's, I think it would just absolutely do. A lot of people will discover Free Talk Live through a good Sunday show. Indeed. And so, you know, it's an opportunity to get more stations add to that number, which is so important. How many radio stations do you guys have? We have one hundred and four now. Uh, you know, with the Sunday show, we'll be able to grow that much more quickly. You'll continue. UEN will continue to uh, to market Free Talk Live. Now you'll have a, a, an additional evening to market, mm-hmm. and you're going to be. I'm going to be leaving Monday nights and doing, you know, what Tuesday through Sunday, and then you're going to continue to do Monday through Saturday. So we'll both be on the Tuesday through Saturday shows together, but you'll be off on Sundays. I'll be off on Mondays. Yeah, exactly. That's how it's going to work. And I think that the uh, the guys have been doing the Sunday internet only show, been doing a great job. I mean, they've been showing up. On time, they've been getting yeah. on the air. They've been having fun. They have been ga- gaining experience behind the microphone, as you mentioned, kind of the farm team uh, version of Free Talk Live. That's that's the te- that's the term, the kind of the industry term that we hear thrown around at these industry conventions. We just went to the New Media Seminar, and there was somebody. Uh, it, this Talkers Magazine event that happens yearly in New York City. We went to this event, and there's always somebody bemoaning the fact that the industry doesn't have a farm team anymore. And this is a, it's a true statement. Uh, the, it is a true statement. The business certainly. has been slashed to the, to the bone as far as budgets are concerned. They're in heavy debt, a lot of these big corporations, and they just can't 
come up with the reason to justify, you know, bringing somebody in on a weekend to, uh, you know, to just try them out, to put them well, on the air, to take the reins off. They don't want to pay them. And this is what I don't understand is why in the world would they just not put somebody on the air for free? Like we did when we started this show up years ago. That's how we started Free Talk Lives. We knew that there was no money to hire us. So we went in there and said, look, we'll do the show for free. Can we do it? And they said, yeah. Uh, so, But I guess it would take somebody with the initiative to approach a station to pitch them on that because certainly it doesn't seem like the stations are out there trying to make that happen. And this is the, the, the other end of the scenario is everybody thinks that, for, that being a talk show host is a dream position and they imagine that they're going to do it and get paid buku bucks and that somebody's going to come to them. We didn't and get paid on, for five years yeah, pretty much. Right. Wait on them hand and foot. If you think you're going to come into this business, flip on a microphone and yak for a couple of hours and then the world will be throw at money your at feet. You. Yeah. <laughs> You're you're just you're you're in for a world of right. Uh, Even if you've got great hurt. talent, I mean, no doubt. So there is no farm team anymore, and so I wanted to the the Sunday edition. I wanted to give our listeners more content to hear every single week, but also give the people that you frequently hear on the third microphone on this program their chance to be on the first mic and take on that extra responsibility. And it is a lot of extra responsibility. It is. Uh, there's no doubt about it. It's much more challenging. I mean, you already spun off a show, Dale. You were on yes. our Sunday show for a while. You were no longer. And that's part why of I'm not show. doing the Sunday show anymore. Right. Is because I'm doing my own show every Sunday, and it was just it was it was a bit much to do that as well every single Sunday. So, um, but it two shows like, in one day. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So you and, spun off your own show, and it's because you you know you got comfortable enough behind the microphone running a show. Oh, doubt, no doubt about it. I mean, the fact that I'd been doing the Sunday show. I mean, I, I had heard people talking about, hey, we want to start a uh, Liberty. LGBT show, a, a podcast. They were talking about a podcast, and and uh, and then that I was hearing that, and then I was hearing you say, you know, I talked, I had talked to you about sort of my personal experience was feeling like I wanted there, uh, was wondering, you know, how much material LRN had, and could it use more material? And it's like, well, it it could use more material. There's people want to do a, a, an LGBT podcast and put them together and it's do a that. No brainer. And 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 having done the Sunday show, there's no doubt that that helped me. Through prepared me to do that so i was i felt very confident to do it so I, i'm going to pitch the idea here uh for for this other spinoff that uh, that we're talking about because again mark the, starting this sunday you're going to take over the the reins on this on the sunday program and, yep. and i you know honestly dale the, whatever issues any of the other co-hosts have had behind the first mic i'm going to have them too i've been behind the mic a couple of times when ian hasn't been around but frankly it is a hair-raising experience for me <laughs> I, my job is easy i do something i love during the day which is cell radio and i've done it for you know significantly more than a decade and at night i sit here and i make remarks at ian um which mm-hmm. would be i'd be ta- making remarks at the television with you know sitting there with my wife and at least at this in this instance i'm not annoying my wife and so you know <laughs> going behind the first mic and keeping the show moving doing the oh, yeah. mark's the, gonna bomb on uh, ready to Sunday night. You when, they, when they cuss on the air <laughs> well I, I, i'm gonna know how to do that i mean that's yeah. Ian's just absolute laziness when he doesn't have that thing out. But um, uh, you know, I'm. It's That's gonna, one thing I don't have to handle when I've been doing it because I'm. You know, my show is uh, not directly on the. So we're going to get to uh, your phone calls here. Actually, let's let's jump into Bruce. I can tell you about the the idea that I've got later for this other show, the spinoff show, in a, in a moment. Uh, but let's go to Bruce listening in Alabama to WBHP. Hello, Bruce. Hey, how you doing, young man? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Listen here, I'm kind of interested in going to your your um, pork festival. Uh, the Porcupine I'm, Freedom Festival. Yes, I am. I'm definitely. Uh, but I might need some. Tra- I heard you guys might have some transportation or somewhere that people are 
coming, you know, going that caravans way. Caravans might be what you're talking about. Yep. There are ride shares available and caravans. Uh, going to porkfest.com would be what you want to do. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. And there's information there about those caravans and ride shares coming from various different points across the country. Uh, so that might be something to look into. Okay, that's fantastic. Because, you know, well, I listen to you guys all the time. I think you're great. I tell you what, because I'm tired of the business out here in, in Alabama. Um, I'm a painter by trade, and let me tell you something. Uh, they they uh, created a lot of crap out here that, you know, I can't even hardly paint anymore, you know. It's tough, so, man. The government regulations yeah. just continue uh, growing it and did. getting more uh, more intrusive in your life. I think if you love the ideas of liberty, then you will find that the people in New Hampshire are the folks you want to be around. That's uh, me, buddy. Yeah. Yep. Hey, thanks for the call, Bruce. Appreciate it. That's once again, porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. Now, I don't know how quick we're going to be able to get the ball rolling on this uh, this other show, but I've thrown the idea out to all the Free Talk Live co-hosts. I sent an email out uh, earlier today kind of announcing this. Uh, but the idea is that when I listen to the Sunday edition of the program, I hear, heard a lot of talk about New Hampshire, a lot of talk about moving here and questions from people about New Hampshire that were calling in and the activism that's going on here. And, and so I'd, I'd always kind of considered it more of like a new hampshire oriented uh show and i never was going to come in and tell them you know you don't need you can't talk about this because obviously there are neat things happening here and people are excited about it but i thought it'd be cool if we actually had to spin this off into a show that's focused on new hampshire activism you know obviously we we cover it on free talk live but it's not the focus of the show so focusing a show on it you know and names for it are being thrown around right now i'm not going to reveal that at this point in time but that would be the concept would be to maybe have people in different areas of the state maybe manchester maybe Keene, uh, the upper valley actually produce uh, content for this program and how that'll all end up shaking out that's yet to be determined when it will air that's yet to be determined uh, i'd like to start it as soon as possible but it just all depends on you guys basically yeah i think it's great because it's it's also you know lrn is really fleshing out as a true like 24-hour programming you know it's, I, I love that about it that it's going to be yet more material for lrn and uh it's such a great it's a great tool to get people excited about new hampshire and moving here and yeah absolutely keep people tuned into what's going on so we'll keep you in the loop as uh, as that continues to develop here we're in kind of the brainstorming stage right now figuring out some uh, some of the details but uh, the, the change is imminent regarding sunday nights and so uh, we'll become a real radio show at some point uh mark uh, it probably not gonna be next week uh when it becomes a real radio show and i, I don't know if you'd want to be on xm for your first show anyway so yeah i mean you know obviously we're, i'm gonna start doing the show you're gonna start arranging it to be on radio stations yeah. um you know there's a demand for it it's gonna be relatively quick i don't think it matters to the end listener whether or not uh you know whoever's listening to it at the time is listening to it at the time and it doesn't matter to them how many stations that it's on just be suffice to say it's a good idea all right so uh thanks to all of our great co-hosts for holding down the uh the fort on sunday nights and and i think they had a really great time in it more coming up tomorrow night we'll see you online in the meantime at freetalklive.com you can listen to free talk live on the radio via podcast the webcam and our live streams at freetalklive.com not enough options now you can listen to free talk live from any phone anywhere add this number to your phone 760-569-7752 it's a long distance call so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan the free talk live listen lines are airing the latest episode of free talk live 24 hours a day including our live shows call 760-569-7752 that's 760-569-7752 